ladies and gentlemen, will you please welcome, with a professional record of 11 podcasts, no defeats, 11 knockouts, will you please welcome the undefeated, undisputed king of talking bollocks, it is Howard H. Smith, yeah, woo! Hello! How's that for a fucking intro? I am so bored of the normal one, it is untrue. As you can tell, I decided to do something a little bit different. I hope it works. If you're new to the podcast, I'm not always such a big a twat as that straight away. Normally it takes me a few minutes to walk up the walk, work up, there you go, it's starting already, to work up to that level of twattishness. But I thought I'd come straight in at that level this this month. So, hello, hello, welcome back, my fine fucking friends. It's lovely to have you back. If this is your first time, welcome. Welcome to the cult of talking bollocks. Welcome to my massive ego. Me going on about being right about everything for another two fucking hours. Because I think at this stage, obviously, I'm just talking shit right now, talking bollocks, obviously. Uh, copyright Howard Smith. Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I've got no idea how long the podcast is going to be, but given that we've got two interviews, which I think are 40 minutes each, so that takes us up to 80 minutes, I reckon I've got at least 40 minutes of bullshit in me as normal to um, to bore you people to death in between those, um, those interviews. So yeah, I reckon this could be another two-hour episode. Fucking hell. Are, are you into that, or are you just thinking, Christ, not two hours of this shit? Anyway, it's lovely to have you. Welcome. I've got to do this. My ego means I have to do this. Hi, my name's Howard H. Smith. I am your host. I used to sing in UK thrash band Acid Rain. Uh, Were they a band? Were they a thing? Was that a thing? Yeah, damn straight. They brought out a compilation this year. As somebody called it, an anthology. Ooh, that sounds almost grown up. Um, so yeah, you can uh, you can check out Acid Rain. Um, you can check out um, on Facebook, YouTube. You can even go down your record shop and buy a fucking CD of the Applecore archives that uh, that came out this year, which is the best release in the metal fucking kingdom this year. It's not, but I have to say that because that's what every band does now, isn't it? Watch a new album, like, oh man, it's gonna be killer. It's some of the best shit we've ever written. It's fucking crushing. It's so heavy. I mean, I, I know everyone says this. But yeah, whatever. Fucking hell. How bored are you? I am. I'm bored of hearing how great, how fucking amazing, how trans, how, you know, what a religious experience this new album is. And oh, God, I'm really. But then again, what's the flip side of that? I mean, really? Really? Are we supposed to have bands going out and saying, so what's the new album like? Yeah, well, yeah it's all right. It's, uh, it's a bit average. It's, it's, I don't like it as much as the last album, got to be honest. I mean, you know, so. It's the world we live in, folks. I also... Tangent, by the way. Starting early. Tangent, tangent, tangent fans. You're going to be happy. Um, uh, I also do stand-up comedy. I've been doing that for 15 years. 15 of the last 20 years. I had a five-year break. Um, but, um, yeah, so um, that's what I do. I do a, a comedy character called Keith Platt. You can find me as Keith Platt on YouTube. You can find me... You can find Acid Rain on, you, uh, on, on Facebook. Sorry, Keith on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Everything's on Facebook and fucking Twitter and YouTube. So just fucking check it out, um, including this, Talking Bollocks. Um, you can get us, Talking Bollocks, with a Z instead of an S on the end, Talking at Talking Bollocks on Twitter. The Twitter following is building. It's cool. Um, some exclusives go out on, on uh, Twitter, so it's probably worth signing up there, even if, you know, you don't give a shit. Um, and uh, Facebook, I'll be posting all the usual links to all the shit that I'm going to talk about today. 
Um, so um, it's lovely to have you along. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome for the first time. I, I've already said that, haven't I? This, so there you go. If it is your first time, get used to me being shit at this. Yeah? Repeating myself like an old bastard. Um, there you go. When I say like, I mean am. But there you go. Okay. But a, a lovable one, I hope. Um, and if not, a massive cunt. There you go. Uh, it's always nice. I like to get the swearing out early. Somebody, um, I, I did put a message out on Facebook and Twitter thanking all of you for just making this. Um, uh, I just said Twitter, and I hate people who say Twitter. Twitter, because there are three T's in Twitter. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> for those of you, uh, fucking hell, sounds, this sounds like a language school now. What the fuck? Sorry. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, uh, can't remember where I was going. Gone off on a tangent. Weed battered memory. Let's press on. This is going to be fun. Strap in five minutes in, and I've already fucked up several times. Brilliant. For those of you wondering, really, why doesn't he edit this out? You obviously haven't heard this before. I suggest you go back and listen to some of the chaos that preceded this. So, anyway, um, welcome to the November edition. It's lovely to have you along, as always. Um, Well, yeah, it is the November edition of the podcast, but I am going to give it the subheading of um, uh, how I spent my Halloween. Because basically, um, the two interviews you're going to hear in the the upcoming show, which is uh, with Revocation and with Censor, um, were both recorded on Halloween night, October the 31st. Um, they were both recorded in North London. One was recorded at the Forum, Revocation. Then I jumped on the tube, went down to Angel, got out, and then interviewed Sensor down there. And just for your fucking delight, right, I did that. Do you know what else? Do you know what I didn't do? I didn't get to see Revocation, whose album I fucking love. No, no, I didn't get to see them because I was busy heading off on the tube to go and interview Censor for you guys, yeah? It's all for you. It's not for me. It's for you. So anyway, um, it's, it's for me, isn't it? And you. It's for us. We're a team. Well, we're not a team. It's kind of like, it's my show. But you're you're like, you know, you're part of the audience. You're the, you're the team. You contribute. Um, and please do. Anyway, sorry, going off on a tangent again. So, um, yeah, that was how I my, I spent my um, uh, Halloween. And when I got to Censor, I thought, well, I'm at least going to get to see Censor. Uh, no. Um, when I got there, I found out they weren't going on stage till after midnight. Um, and I was tubing it, which basically meant that um, I wasn't going to be able to get home. And I was the other side of London. So, basically, I got to interview Censor and Revocation. Censor, who I fucking love and have done for years and just... You know, last time I saw him was 10 years ago. I was really looking forward to it. Didn't get to see them. Didn't get to see Revocation. But hey, you know, such is my lot. I'm sure there's plenty of you out there would have would have loved to have been in my position of doing those two interviews as well and chatting to those people. So, you know, I'm, I'm not... Com- I was going to say I'm not complaining. I am. And I, I am fucking complaining. I am. Well, hey, I want my cake and eat it too. Come on. Why shouldn't I be able to have everything? Um, so, yeah, that's how I, um, that's how I spent my, um, my, my Halloween. Anyway... Let's move on to what has happened in the world of metal in the last month. Um, uh, start out on a slightly negative, well, a very negative uh, vibe. But I, I was never a fan, um, but Wayne Static um, passed away. And uh, we, we don't know why, um, but it's certainly, certainly worth mentioning. Um, I know a lot of friends of mine are you know, well into Static X and, and all that. And, and yeah, it's a, it's a very sad story. It's always sad when somebody passes away. Unless, of course, it's one of Kiss, in which case I would do a fucking dance. Um, but um, actually, not one of Kiss, just Paul Stanley or, uh, 
or, or Gene Simmons. I'd, I'd settle for either of those two fuckwits, to be honest, but um, there you go. Anyway, um, but yeah, so Wayne Static passed away, which is very sad and uh, and, and, and definitely, um, definitely worth mentioning. Also worth mentioning is um, Phil Rudd apparently having fucking uh, dropped his shopping entirely. Um, that's an expression which means lost it, by the way. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, fucking the cheese slipped off his cracker, didn't it? Christ, trying to procure a murder? Fucking really? Uh, I mean, obviously that 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 has been um, that charge has been dropped now. But I mean, fucking the fact that it was even raised is just insane. Uh, as it turns out, it's just a bit of weed and a bit of meth that uh, that he's into now. So um, is it weird, isn't it? I, I don't know about anyone else, but I, when I saw saw that story, I was just kind of like, wow, that is to have been in rock and roll for so long as he has for all those years and then like you know in your 60s crack and go fuck it give me the meth give me the pipe give me the fucking pipe you know really really granddad now you're gonna choose now to start doing meth you're fucking mental that's what you are i mean, seriously you've got you know i mean you know the guy is a pensionable age seriously how many grandfathers are out there going you know, right fuck it i'm gonna try meth yeah, let's do it. No, I, but anyway, look, you know, it's going to be an interesting story to see how that pans out. Anyway, um, so uh, yeah, moving on. I, I'm, um, I didn't get much uh, music in, um, or at least talking about uh, different stuff and different albums uh, on the last podcast, and, and a few of you pointed that out. And so um, we're going to start off with um, some some releases um, that have come out in the last month, or might have just come out before last month's podcast and the, uh, anyway here we go um first up is um is a major major metal album for all sorts of reasons and that would be um the new slipknot uh, album or you know the gray chapter now um there's been um there's been some really good reviews for this album there's been some really uh, slating of it um and all about the rock um uh definitely uh, matt gave it a good kick in and um, and I know Craig's not a fan either, um, uh, and, and I've got to say, um, I am. Yeah, uh, like to keep you guessing there. Um, I am. I've, I've got. To, I just kept coming back to it. I've bought the CD because that's what I do, as you know. Um, I bought the CD and um, I, I really like it. I, I I will. I mean, I am a Slipknot fan, unashamedly. And and if you can't get your head around the fact that that Slipknot are a good band, then then seriously, fuck you. Um, I mean. Well, no, actually, I don't, I don't mean that. You, everyone's entitled to like the bands I do. But if you think Slipknot are new metal, they're not, okay? My, in my humble opinion, um, new metal new metal are bands that don't have riffs, okay? Um, um, you could say like something like Korn, where it's, it's more rhythm-based than riff-based. Although, as I've said before, Pantera's fault. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. That's fucking, come on, hello. Anyway, um... But yeah, Slipknot have riffs. They are they're a fucking great metal band. Simple as that. Um, and uh, but I I really didn't like All Hope Is Gone. For me, All Hope had gone. Their last album. It was just I I really really didn't get on with it at all. I thought the, the choruses were super super gay. They were like fucking um, uh, Nickelback kind of gayness. Some amazing fucking heaviness in the in the verses, but then turned to shit in the choruses. Um, and and on first listen, I wasn't sure about Slipknot album, and I've just kept coming back to it. It's got stuck in my head, and I and I really really like it. Um, with some caveats. Um, I have to say, uh, 
you look, you, Joey, you, you, you got to love the guy. You know, Joey Jordanson, um, former drummer, great drummer. I think they do miss him. Um, and and the new guy is, is good. Yeah, he's good, but, you know, he's good, but he's not Joey. And, um, uh, and one thing's for sure, Joey would not have signed off on that fucking drum sound. Jesus Christ. There's a song on the album called Goodbye, which, uh, oh, I don't know. I wonder if that's about Paul Gray. I mean, quite a lot of the album is. Um, and I know some people have been put off by some of the sort of, you know, fairly reverential, oh, he's, there's no one like him, oh, he's gone, kind of stuff. But anyway, um, a song sort sound, uh, yeah, a song on the album called Goodbye. And when the drums come in, it sounds like somebody's just kicked a load of soggy cardboard boxes down the stairs or someone's like, you know, just, just fucking pissing on a cardboard box. It's, it is it is that poor i have to say it's that poor um and i'm and i'm quite surprised um that they've actually gone with that but you know hey ho um so yeah enjoyed it slipknot fans if you're out there let us know what you think um and i'll completely ignore what you have to say um but um you know no it, I, I liked it and i would also like to point out that paul gray is not dead because this month um paul gray um posted on the um talking bollocks facebook page so uh, neat trick for a get uh, neat trick for a dead guy um either that or it's possibly not that paul gray um but you know leave me to my um to my childish ways so uh, another big album uh, machine head um that's come out and um I, uh, I i i've picked the cd up of that as well and i i really like it really like it um I, 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 it always amuses me that, um, again, as I was talking earlier about, you know, ways of selling albums, and we've heard all sorts of stuff about this new Machine Head album. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, as long as it's not The Blackening, it's fine. I fucking hated The Blackening. I think it's their worst album, along with The Burning Red. Um, liked everything else they've ever done, but that just did not fucking work for me at all. Actually, just hang on a second here, folks. I'm just going just gonna, to ah, gonna raise the mic there. Might have been a little bit of a click there, but um, never mind. I apologise to your ears for that. Um, yeah, really liking it. Um, it. It's yes, it's it's heavy, it's rocking, um, it's 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 Machine Head essentially. If you don't like Machine Head, this isn't going to win you over. If you do like Machine Head, you're going to like it. If you're not bothered about Machine Head, you probably won't be bothered about this album. Um, but it's got all the all the Machine Head stuff you want. You know, has it got a rubbish overlong ballad? Check. Rob Flynn sounding like he's about to burst into tears of rage on every song? Check. Good and awful lyrics in equal measure. Check. It is all there. All the ingredients of of a of a uh, uh, a machine head album. So look, I, I even like Supercharger. So you know, if you're into um, if you're into Machine Head, yet yeah, you will you'll probably like the new album. Um, next up. It's a, weird, a bit of a bit of a, a little bit of a tip. One of Howard's little tips for you. I actually pissed, picked this up. Pissed? I pissed this up. No, I didn't. I picked this up as a uh, as, as a tip off. Um, uh, Kev, former Acid Rain guitarist and former <laughs> guitarist, and um, uh, yeah, he, he posted a link on Facebook page. I really liked it. It's really not my normal kind of thing. Um, it's it's not thrash. It, it's it's a little bit kind of like. Audio Slave meets traditional rock. Uh, the band is called Monster Truck, um, and I'm—I mean, Jesus, oh, shit name for a band or what? <laughs> but it's called—they're called Monster Truck. You may as well call your band Transformers. You know, it's fucking Monster Truck and their album uh, um, Heavy Metalatron. 
Um, watches the band turn from a band into a huge heavy metal lorry and perform tunes and then transform into a pile of shit. I don't know. Um, um, yeah, tangent. So anyway, um, uh, give it a whirl. First track on the album is an absolute fucking monster. Um, I haven't got the CD in front of me. I can't remember the name. But yeah, YouTube Monster Truck and, and check it out. Some of you, are guaranteed, some of you will, will listen to it and go, fucking hell, this is really cool because there is some monster riffs on there. But it is it is quite old school, old school and shit. So there you go. Um, uh, next album up, um, At The Gates. Um, I, I can't, I've got to be honest. I'm going to say, meh. But I've, I, but I really haven't listened to it that much, and I, 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 I kind of, it's not that I wasn't a fan of At the Gates back in the day; they just passed me by. Um, so um, I, I'll, I'll give that a few listens um, uh, and pass opinion fully on it another time. And the same goes for the, um, um, oh fucking hell, what's his name? Oh Christ. Uh, Ziltoid and all that shit. And there's I, and the, the funny thing is, I know there's some of you now are like fucking shouting as you're walking down the street or fucking driving or banging your girlfriend or wanking or whatever you do when you listen to this. And you're screaming, going, oh, for fuck's sake, Howard, it's what's his name? For some reason, I want to say Dweezil Zappa. It's not Dweezil Zappa. Come on, what's his fucking name? Um, Strapping Young Lad was in Steve Vai's band. What's his... What's his fucking name? I'm going to have to look it up on my phone here. Um, Devin, that's it. Devin Townsend. Uh, after all that, yeah, no, um, not really listened to the <laughs> to the two albums yet. Um, sorry, guys, that was shit. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I again, I haven't checked it out. Um, I, I'm very much a kind of take him or leave him, which is weird, because, you know, I know you're supposed to either, you know, want to fucking kiss his balls or hate him. I, I am very much in between. Um, in between, really, I, I only want to kiss one of his balls, um, I, and I hate the other ball. I'm not quite sure what in between actually works out there, but um, yeah. Uh, anyway, look, I'm 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 jibber jabbering about uh, an album that I haven't listened to enough um, to really give an opinion. So let's move on. Um, any of you, uh, any of you, shouted bollocks at a gig yet? Have we shouted bollocks? Have we shouted bollocks back? Have we shouted talking bollocks? Um, I, I'm presuming not because no one's said they have but I am going to keep fucking banging on about that until one of you fucking cunts does it come on Jesus Christ what do I have to do get out there and do it myself I was fucking really tempted to do it the other night uh, I was uh, funnily enough I thought I was going to give it a whirl at revocation or censor of course didn't end up seeing either band so um, but that would be shit wouldn't it if you were at a gig and you heard somebody do it and then you and then you like you know you messaged me in and said oh yeah you, I fucking did it at the show tonight and you're like yeah I know I was I was there it was um, it was it was me I was the um, I was the other guy shouting shouting box embarrassing really um, anyway um uh, right, uh, now, just totally off topic here. Well, actually, maybe on topic because it's about me. Um, isn't everything? Um, yeah, I've I've been. Um, uh, I, look, I don't want to sound like a hypochondriac because I'm not. And uh, you know, okay. So I recently had me. Um, I recently had a cold. Ooh, terrible. And um, and then my um, uh, hernia up. But um, I've been diagnosed with a condition. Um, it's called TMJ, right? Um, which is basically a temporomandibular jaw. Um, and make your own fucking jokes. Yeah, basically, it's um, I've got a um, a, an issue with the right side of my jaw, which means it keeps slightly dislocating when I eat. Yes, that is as painful as it sounds. Um, and um, 
basically, I have to really watch. I have to watch how how I eat. I can't uh, have anything that I can chew too much, and I've got to go and see a specialist about it. Um, uh, and so, you know, insert you talk too much, you shout too much. Uh, you know, joke in here because that's basically it. But um, uh, one one of the one of the uh, one of the things I'm not allowed to do is is sing. Believe it or not. So uh, so no trouble there, of course. Again and uh, fill in your own jokes there, you bastards. Uh, but seriously, thanks for tuning in, kids. Um, uh, so what else? Oh, uh, um, we are um, we're on Audio Boom, the Audio Boom podcast. Uh, sorry, po- the Audio Boom website. That's www audioboom.com um, if you know anybody who's on Android who hasn't got a decent podcast app uh, it's a really cool app there's fucking shit loads of really 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 cool stuff on there um, so yeah check it out it's a, it's a really really cool website um, so have a listen to that and I have been talking for about 20 minutes I I, I don't want to I don't want to like fill your ears just follow me uh, too much I think it's about time we got stuck into an interview what do you think what do you think should we do an interview what do you reckon Right? After three. Shall I do an interview? One, two, three. Yeah, there's there's no one here, is there? It's it's just me on my own. Um this is a bit weird now, isn't it? So shall we? Shall we do it? Okay, right. Um so which one do you want? Revocation or censor? Hey, hey, come on. Uh yeah, okay. This is just fucking weird now, isn't it? Um let's <laughs> let's um let's do, let's get a bit of revocation going, shall I? Why did I say it like that? Some sort of reggae a revocation in the near shan. Uh, no, they're, they're not a reggae band. Um, they have, however, produced a fucking awesome album. I urge you to go and check out um, uh, Revocation. It, 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 um, I say Revocation. Um, I should tell you what the album is called. Deathless, of course, Deathless. Um, it, it's brilliant. Um, if, you like, if you like Voivod, it's worth checking out now. No, they're not Voivod clones. No, don't expect to listen to it and go... Huh. You, you, you will be like straight on Twitter or whatever going, Fuck off, Howard. It's not fucking fucking voivod no it's not but there are there are bits that are like the vod and are very cool um if you're into thrash um definitely check it out if you're into death check it out they're not they're not death or threat it's quite difficult to describe but they are very 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 cool um so yeah i I would certainly check out revocation and hopefully you will do because you know you're listening to this but um uh the interview was originally going to be with david um but it was changed at the last minute so brett uh bass player stood in really cool guy really nice we got on really well as as, as you'll hear and we were also joined um by ash ash pearson is um drummer with three inches of blood so hey yeah bonus here um and he was filling in um, for uh, for Revocation's drummer who um, had an injury, so so this is with um, Brett from Revocation and Ash of Three Inches of Blood touring with Revocation, and um, this was done at the Forum on uh, Halloween night, and um, it's yeah, it's here for your ears. Enjoy, check it out. Uh, so I'm here with um, Brett from Revocation. Hello, Brett. Hello. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Fantastic, man. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, well, uh, I better introduce myself. Um, uh, my name's Howard. 
Um, now, back in the day, and I mean way back in the day, I used to be I used to be a singer in a UK thrash band called Acid Rain. Okay, right. But Rain was spelled R E I G M. We put out four albums. It was great fun in the heyday of thrash. Right on, man. Um, and I've been a stand-up comic for the last fifteen years. Perfect. Okay, we'll get along. Yeah, cool, <laughs> cool. Um, and uh, and basically, um, this is for a podcast called Talking Bollocks. Great. Okay, so what we're going to do is talk some bollocks. Uh, and um, do you need and, to, and to keep it, it politically correct? I, fuck no, you can't. Okay, right on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really, please don't. <laughs> okay, right on. Um, uh, and um, so that's that's the background of the uh, of the podcast. Um, first question: How how kind of wearing is it doing all of this press? And this yeah, this isn't wearing at all, man. This is what we're here for. You know, if you got a problem with this, you're in the wrong business. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't mind doing it at all, uh, especially in major cities and major markets. I think it's really important. And, you know, I, was, I just did another interview and I, we were talking about, you know, my relationship with the fans. And it's like every time a fan buys a shirt or anything, it's like, hey, thank you so much. Thank you for supporting us. You're keeping us here. You're keeping us on the road. And we wouldn't be able to do this without you. And the same thing goes for all the press as well, because you guys are the avenue to the fans in a lot of case scenarios. So it's something yeah. we're really grateful to do, uh, spend time doing it. And it's, I think it's a very important part, especially when you're doing more of an underground type of uh, performance art. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm just reading that a little bit. Uh, um, no, I, I, I agree. It's, it's, amazing how, it's amazing how things have changed over the years. I mean, back in the day, you know, people... You know, sneaking at the venues, not wanting to see, you know, get seen or be seen with fans, as it well, were, I, stuff like that. But it's it's like a whole famous when you didn't, fame was different back then. You're trading tapes. It was all yeah. like you were when you were famous back then, dude. You were famous. Like you couldn't walk around like getting assaulted. Now you're so accessible that it's yeah. not so shocking when a person gets to meet you in person. Yeah, absolutely. You know? it's, it's, well, it's become more of um, it's become more of a kind of regular job, hasn't it? It's like, oh, you know, I I like what this guy does. You know, whether he's a plumber or a, exactly. you know, or a guitarist, exactly, man. And you got to keep it. I mean, my approach is to keep it personal and to keep it relaxed, and yeah. you know, just like make it a point to the fans, like, hey, I'm just a dude like you, man. You know, we're all just people here doing things that we want to do, and you're happen to be supporting me, so I'm grateful for it. Yeah, yeah, and it's no. It, being in the back, it's, it's it's no longer a kind of a, a ticket to um, to to wealth and you know being able to earn money while you sleep. No, so while sales go on everywhere around the world. I mean, it's really it became more of a passion. If you'd like to close that, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's really more of a passion with a cash added bonus if you can hang with it long enough. If you can lose enough money, then you can make some eventually <laughs> down the road. But if, if you're not in it for the passion, then, you know, obviously you're in the wrong profession as yeah. well. Yeah. And it's absolutely. just, it's, it's all about a choice. Everybody chooses to be here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the bottom line. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, um, I, I, look, I, I'll, I'll be completely straight with you. I, I hadn't, I hadn't heard of revocation and I hadn't heard any revocation until about God, probably about six weeks ago. Right um, funnily enough, it was when David did um, did the Metal Sucks podcast with my good friends Chuck and Godless, um, right on. and and they they put the track Deathless on the on the podcast, and I was like, hey, I, I like this. Oh, like cool, this. man! So uh, we we the 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 um, uh, the website all about the rock that I that, um, that this podcast is 
kind of attached to um, sent me the album because they'd been sent it and um, I'm still waiting for the CD I've got a CD on order because because you know I like you uncompre- like I like uncompressed sound yeah right yeah. on man. I want to hear a fucking mastered beast yeah I don't want to hear the you know the convenient compression yeah ver- con- conveniently compressed version um, and what a fucking album I mean I, uh, the, the, my old band Acid Rain I run the Facebook page and we put a, a, we put a question out a couple of days ago what's your favourite album of the year so far and um, I, we, we had about 60 or 70 comments and there was four or five people said like Deathless Revocation oh right on you know, man and, which, which again that's really cool because we try we try and do those things because other people will see other people's favourite albums and all of it and Let's face it, we're all metalheads. We love fucking music. We can't consume enough of it. That's cool, so, man. I mean, you know, you're incorporating the old school mentality with the new school technology. <laughs> and that's something that oh, it gets a little lost as well, you know? It's all about... It is a community, so we better communicate with each other and find out what's hot, what's not, what people are listening to. And also, you know, just trading information. It's a good way yeah. to do it. I, well, I was, I was amazed as well, because I... <laughs> The artwork and the name it lends itself to death metal, but for me, as a like I said, never never heard you before, so no preconceptions or anything like that. I heard you, and it's like death metal never crossed my mind for for a minute, really. It's there's 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 you're not afraid of melody, which many bands of your you know in in that kind of part of the world that you play in are. Um, there's genuine song arrangements in there. There's some badass musicianship going on. Thanks, man. Um, and um, and there's some fucking Voivod tributes in there, which uh, which I'm absolutely loving. Sick, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're just doing what we want to do, man. That's the bottom line. And it happens that, you know, we got people helping us out to do it. So I guess it works out. You that know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's really, really cool. It's, it's really a, cool. It's a concept. You know, the title track is, you know, it's pretty much about our lives. You know, so maybe people can relate to that as well. I don't know if there's a little magic thing in there, but you know, we're having a good response to it, and it's it was a fun record to do, and it's a fun record to tour off of. That's for sure. Uh, and you've got, and you're on a great tour for that as well. Yeah, it's super sick, man. Like we, I was getting a little worried. I'm like, oh man, I'm like, hey, I'm so brutal, and Cannibal Corpse is so brutal. I'm like, is it gonna be the same thing like when we did, you know, Cerebral Job for a Cowboy and Fetus, where like a lot of the crowd was like staring us down like that I'm like are we gonna get like stood down again then I'm like nah last time with the boarded and Dahlia they're digging it more and more and this time around we're actually drawing real hard and you know we get circle pits going in places that they they usually don't circle pit so the response has been great so yeah it, it is a great tour to be on to support it for sure awesome and now are you guys um, is this your first time in the UK no been right. here a few times before right okay. so this is uh, this is my first time at this particular club which yeah. is cool. We did Underworld and I believe Sound Academy last two times I was here. Right. But uh, yeah, I love the UK, man. You know, first time around the UK crowd was a little, a little cold to us. You know, last time, <laughs> last time around it got better. And you know, tonight we're actually anticipating a pretty wild night because, hey, it's Halloween. Everyone's ready to rip. Cannibal Corpse, you know, Aeon yeah. and Revocation. It's going to be a sick show. But this is this is the venue to do it in as well. The forum is like as you've seen because you've you no doubt sound check. You've got it is just like no seats. 
it's it's a real old school venue. Yeah, totally. And our best accommodations I've had in the UK, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so thank you to the, the folks over at the forum for taking care of us. Oh, that's awesome. For sure, yeah. Oh, good, good. good. Um, but it is, I mean, it's, it, this is this is the place to, to ply your trade if you're like a, a proper hardcore metal band. Oh, cool, man. Um, and I mean, I've seen Cannibal Corpse here a few times. Um, and yeah, it always it always kicks off. They pack it out. Yeah, 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 Sick. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and and new well, I mean, it's what it's not even it was not even six o'clock when I got here. The queue is halfway around the block. Oh shit! And really? And everybody, it's a fucking freak show. Are they really? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, it's gonna get wild tonight. It's gonna get weird tonight. I guarantee. Yeah, you. there's a guy out there with there's a guy out there wearing a um, a Blaine mask, you know, from um, uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Don't, I'm not familiar. Right. Okay. Well, it's, it's, there's a character in that called Blaine, who's like Batman's um, uh, villain in it, and he just wears this horrendous. Oh, mask. I am familiar. Sorry. Yeah. The accent threw me off. Oh right. My okay. bad, dog. My bad. Oh, no, no, it's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a movie buff, which is the funny thing. I, I, I can probably count on you know by two hands how many movies I've seen, but I did actually go see that in the theater. Strangely enough. Right. Okay. I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Well, so basically, Blaine. Yeah. You got one guy out there. Just, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is that guy saying? Yeah, I can't do the impersonation. Yeah, I can't wait to see what people are dressed up as. You I saw just, a cu- yeah. couple folks out there, pretty, pretty geared up early in the day, just waiting. I was like, damn, you guys are hardcore, you know? Yeah, there's oh, there's a few Jack Skellingtons out there. Okay. You know, there's a few, not many sexy nurses, I'm afraid. Right. right. Um, it, it would appear that that is not the market that you're. Um, that you're particularly appealing to. Wow. That's no, that's no big surprise. You'll be um, ready for a surprise from this guy, I'll tell you yeah, that. Yeah, um, um, and, and, and how are you, sir? Uh, I'm Ash. Hello, Ash. Yeah, nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet you, I'm Howard. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Ash is hopping us out on drums on this tour. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with his band, Three Inches of Blood. But he, uh, yeah, I'm very familiar. Yeah, he plays yeah. drums in that band, but he's a really good friend, and he's hopping us out, and we're having a blast with yeah. him, so... Oh, cool, man. Super sick, dude. Sit in if you want, yeah. yeah chat, we're just talking to. shit here. Oh, okay. Are you recording? <laughs> yeah, we are recording, yeah. It's yeah. yeah. uh, a podcast, it's easy going. Oh, cool. Yeah, exactly. It's like, and uh, the whole point is I, I always tell everybody we don't edit anything we do, so everything that, you know, from the minute go, everything stays in. So that usually, the idea is that people get a feeling what it's like when, you know, People come, people go. Well, it's real. You know, it's yeah. better than reading edited print. You know what I mean? You get a live experience for sure. Oh, and let's face it as well. So much is just edited to death. Yeah. Like now, you know, there's, there's, it's, it's just nice to get something out there that's like, you know, quite raw. Um, and how, so how did you guys hook up? You've known each other for years. And uh, Tinder was it? Uh, <laughs> 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 I guess we both swiped, you know. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Left, left, right. Left, 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 right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got fucking um, arthritis in my thumb. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten the app yet. It's the first time I've been single touring in a while too. So. And, and that's that's where you you look up other women or guys who are down for the same action, and then they'll have like a picture of themselves. And I think that's can, how like, it goes. Follow you can be like, yo, what's up? I think you swipe it a certain way and they approve it or deny it and then they hit you up and then you bang. Okay, look, all right, come on. Let me, yeah, it's basically you swipe, um, if you swipe left, it's no, and if you swipe right, it's yes. Right you on. get a picture, it's linked to your Facebook account, and you look at it, you picture it and you think, mm, okay, and you, if you click the picture, you get a little bit of profile. Um, sometimes you don't get any profile. Mm-hmm. Mostly you get profile saying, um, I'm really not on here for, for one night hookups. 
um, <laughs> which is incredibly disappointing because that's why you buy the fucking app. Yeah, I guess. Right? <laughs> how do, how do you think the people are really deceptive? Like they they do that photo trick where they put the banging ass photo in there, and then you get there and it's like not as banging as you thought it was gonna be. Yeah, especially you think it's that way for a lot of well, maybe for both sexes. I guess. Yeah, also, I mean, yeah. it's a it's a tr- it's a a trick that yeah. can work yeah. for anyone. <laughs> so, well, there's, there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than agreeing to meet somebody and they show up and you think, yeah, that picture was of you, but quite clearly not this fucking decade. Uh, yeah, 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 that's yeah. a little. Blue. I think it was being deceptive. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's life now, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah we, so we met not through Tinder. Not actually. through Tinder. Yeah. Yeah. Not through metal Tinder. Oh, I mean, fans, fans on Tinder. I'm sure they'd like to hear a different voice. So fire it away. Sure, well, the first time I met Brett. Hey, did, you, did, did you come in here not long ago all dressed up? That wasn't him. No, that's that's okay, yeah. there's, there's not many moustaches you see like that. You know, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. thinking, that guy had a moustache. Is this yeah. fucking, are they yeah. fucking with me? No, it was this, this dude, Tony Clifton, we know. Yeah, he's still out there walking around terrorizing people. I just saw him. What, and what, what's, what's he? Um, he's a lounge singer. Yeah. Just rolls around, you know. Well, I think he's going to be... Is he going to be doing an intro today? Yeah, or? well, yeah, I think he, he... I mean, he was yelling a lot in the hallway. It was kind of... I couldn't really understand only about half what he was saying, but it was something about the writer, something about uh, he can't work like this, but I think if the venue, like, appeases him, that he'll probably end up going out. But he's just, like notoriously a pretty uh, finicky performer but he was really big in the in the jazz lounge uh, days back in Vegas in like the in the late 80s what's he doing out here tonight I fuck I don't know wow. I mean I, I guess he's probably moved out to London to try and get some work out here uh, right, right. Okay. Uh, the Vegas scene's kind of dry so, yeah. so he's not just a guy that you brought with you then no no, no. we would never <laughs> of course not <laughs> so, no. so, me, so, me, so me and Brett uh yeah, I mean, our, just basically our bands toured together. Like that's kind of just like the the short the short story. You know what I yeah. mean? Like three inches of blood and revocation were on a tour together. Was the first one Death Angel or it was? Before? No, the first one was a uh, Goat Horror and the Three Inches uh-huh. deal. And, and Ramming then, Speed. Yeah, they yeah, had yeah right. Rebo and Ramming Speed. That's right. So we've had a good like I don't know. I, I mean, at least a good month and a half of touring together. So we got to know each other like just on an interpersonal level, which is like probably first and foremost and then uh, and then you know they just they needed a guy uh phil hurt his arm or whatever so um yeah we were just talking one day and it was kind of like uh oh yeah what are you doing because we still need a drummer for this like uh, <laughs> yeah well you, know? we're, we're, you and i were talking about doing your podcast yeah. you know and i was driving home. oh you've got a podcast as well yeah I just fuck your podcast don't listen to his podcast, right? Yeah, it's, it's pretty terrible. It's no, sick. seriously, do you want to do it? Do you want to do like a you know an, an advert for your podcast? Because um, the, these guys love podcasts. So. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean, it's gonna be out on iTunes, I guess, next month. I, I got about four people on there. I got uh, Zach from Goat Horror. I got Brett on there, and then uh, two uh, two Canadian buddies of, of mine who are just like a little more underground people, I guess. But. Uh, they're yeah. little people. Uh, yeah, they're they're little people. They live oh, underground. It's nice to see the, it's nice to see the little people being taken care of, yeah. especially yeah. ones that yeah. live underground. They're, yeah, yeah damn straight. <laughs> Doesn't everyone live underground in Canada? It depends. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't. I I was thinking of calling it the Ash Grinder Podcast because grind. I used to play in a band called Angel Grinder, and that was like my nickname. And right. Band. Okay. And you we you know we were talking about Tinder. I heard there is you one are, Grinder. You, you are aware that there is an app called Grinder. For gays. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's just totally ruined ruined the the name. Yeah. yeah. So so anyway, Ash Grinder. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's appropriate. Yeah, we'll see. Um, okay, so when you when you hoping to have that out? By? Uh, next month. Right. Yeah, I think I just got enough people to like actually do it on iTunes. Like you need like three or four to get it started or whatever. And I just got a girl who's helping me just get it launched. Right. Okay. Cool. So, but I'm I'm out here right now, so I'm kind of like. I kind of ignore almost everything that's going on at home when I'm out here. But um, which is funny because you have your hands in a lot of stuff. I have my hand in a lot of different pots. Yeah, yeah. Ah, nice. He's a in, very intriguing character. Mm. Oh really? Yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So yeah. so what does what does this entail? Let's go down the rabbit hole here. <laughs> um, what, so how come uh, you? What tell us about these different pots? Mm, well, um, I just a lot of interest, I guess. Yeah, I got a lot, of, a lot of shit I like to do. Um, uh, I've, I've been like in the film industry for about twenty years now. Right. Okay. So I I do that when I'm at whenever I'm at home. Um, I like like working on television and stuff like that. Sometimes as an actor, but like mostly as like a background performer. Person. Right. Yeah. Extra. Yeah, an extra or yeah. um or like a photo double and stuff like that and. Um, yeah, I love to ride motorcycles. Um, I like to garden. I uh, I beekeep. Right, beekeep. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Oh, I see what you mean. You brew beer. I brew beer. You home. took that survival course. Yeah. He goes that lives in the wilderness. Yeah. So, wow, you know his bio better than he does. So I mean, well, he's, yeah, being, yeah. he's being shy. He's got a lot of. Ah, right. He's just okay. one of the. It's, Ash is one of. The, just tooting your horn. Okay. Don't mind me if I toot away. Hey, we've, done, we've done Tinder, we've done Grinder. let's toot some horn. Yeah, I might as well work here rather than <laughs> get tooting right now. There's got to be an app for that. But, yeah. uh, he, I don't know, he's a dude who knows a lot about a lot of things and he's not a, a bullshit dude and he's a genuine person. You don't get that quite often in life. Yeah, absolutely. So. And I can fill in on drums half decent. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's, there's that as well. There's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. those things. Yeah, that's, that's probably my first interest. Yeah, yeah. Well, it has to be, doesn't it? Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? Um, and what three inches up to these days? Um, we took a year off because we've, I mean, we've been going for like almost fifteen years. Yeah. As a band, like I've been in it for about eight, but we've been going hard every single year since I joined, and then long before me. So. I think um, I think I saw three inches. Uh, probably about a decade ago. Yeah. Supporting Slayer at the Astoria, and the Astoria is like fucking rubble now. So. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, I think that's when they were playing Rain and Blood all the way through. I think. I wow. think. Yeah, three yeah. inches we support if, on that. If that was the case, it would have been. You can see time. three inches right now. Show them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about that. I'd uh, really rather not. <laughs> well, the options there, if you do care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, your viewers can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if, only, I, I, if only they could view this. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll make this a scratch and sniff interview. <laughs> um, so, well, look, definitely let me know when the podcast is coming out, and we'll, um, I'll give you a shout out, and we'll, um, well, we'll let you know when this is getting posted because yeah. this is going to be November's issue, so this will be coming out in a couple of weeks. Right on. Um, but so, how long? Does, how long does this whole tour go? It's about forty-one shows. It'll be about six weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we had just wow. been on tour for a month prior, and we're going to be on tour for a month right after. So we've been just been like grinding. Happy Christmas! Yeah, it's cool, man. You know, I'm going to jump in my uh, my mother's car and drive a bunch of carload of stuff down to her place in Florida as soon as we get home. So I'm going to continue my own personal tour for about another two weeks. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
But it, look, ultimately, it's hey, you'd be miserable sat at home going, where are the fucking tours we just put out an album? Yeah. I mean, this is what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah, I just, that's home to me is when I'm not at home. Yeah. You know, it just feels right. It does, but it take it takes its toll as well. I mean, you said you know you haven't been single before when you, you when you're on the road. Oh yeah, well you, you you pay a price, you know. You you'll give up some really fantastic relationships that you're not able to maintain anymore. But yeah. you know you got to think about what came first: your passion that you've been working on for twenty years, or you know a natural thing that happens between a couple and that happened like a couple years. Yeah. So I know where my heart is. No offense to any of the ladies. Or men that have, uh, you know, fallen. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it's nice to know you're so broad-minded. But it's um, yeah. <laughs> you know, but the th- same thing is, you got to look at it from the other person's perspective. And to be fair, they don't want to deal with somebody who's not going to give them one hundred percent. So you have to. It's not all about your selfish passion. You need to acknowledge that people have needs, and you're not able to, you know, supply those needs at all times. Yeah, sure. So yeah. as long as you're real about that, and you keep it cool, and have a friendship with somebody you know it's well like you said it's, it's what came first you know and they they they, they kind of they know the score when they sign up yeah well it's like they have something too like what comes first to them and that's everlasting you know everlasting love and somebody who's going to be around all the time so it's which is not you yeah it just yeah that's <laughs> yeah. not me you know <laughs> this is a you know it's a tough business man it's gonna take a very special woman or a bunch of average ones <laughs> Or uh, yeah. this, this is the first time I've interviewed a band where anyone has quoted Bill Hicks. Very nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you see, he missed the bit where uh, you, you missed the bit where you didn't know I've been doing. I'm a stand-up. I've been doing stand-up for the last fifteen years. Yeah. So, um, so I, I'm a drummer. I've been yeah. doing drumming for the past fifteen years. Hey, there you go. We should we should, we should do a, we should do a drumming uh, stand-up comedy thing. I'm down. Yeah, probably do yeah. well, man. <laughs> yeah, just like complete thrash drums. We're just shouting. Yeah. You know, feeder and, uh, and and catch lines over the top of it. Yeah, That'd be pretty I, cool. I love Bill Hicks and I love throwing in that joke and I'll totally quote him. I won't pretend it was mine, but it's yeah. just, it's a perfect one for it's, this business. It's <laughs> fu- but it's fucking great. It's, hey, look, I'm 45 and still single, so I'm saying it a lot. There you, you know? go. <laughs> you know, I'm always getting asked about it. But uh, yeah, no, it's a fucking great line. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Did, you, did you ever get to see him? No, he died. He died like when I was just a kid. Of course, so, yeah. And he came over to London a bunch of times. He oh was, yeah, he, he was huge over here. So yeah. did you see him? No, I just missed him. I just mm. missed him. Um, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he was. I mean, he did the Dominion. Um, you know, he was. He was really popular over here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it's just one of those things. I mean, it's a bit like sort of Doug Stanhope. He's huge over here. Oh really? It's, oh yeah. I mean, he's he sell out the the Hammersmith Apollo, Hammersmith Odeon. Yeah, um, yeah, he can sell. I, I, I actually saw him there. It was typical Doug. He walked out on stage, and he, the first thing he said was, um, uh, "Basically, comedy should not be performed in rooms of more than two hundred and fifty people." Yeah, and that is why this next hour and a half is going to suck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just got to be like, "That's pretty fucking ballsy." As your opening line to a sold out three and a half thousand venue. Now he's the guy who hates people, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that, he yes. hates reproduction as well, right? That's yeah. right, yeah. That, I'm a fan of that guy. Yeah. I'm down with that dude. I see my roommate shows me a lot of his clips and like I'm always like not laughing, I'm like, yo, for real, man. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, why is everyone laughing? This guy's got a really good point. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, it's just not funny, you're being real. That <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Um, so how? I mean, forty-one days. That is pretty fucking phenomenal. It's full on. I mean, is that anywhere close to the longest you've been on the road? And how long um, did you have in between? No, I mean, apologise for the fucking boring question. No, not at all. This stretch that we're on right now started in September. Right or August. Um, what the hell was going on? When did we get here? <laughs> uh, beginning of October. Yep. We did. Yeah, yeah. So October fourteenth was the first show. Yeah. So we. So I guess we started like late August or early September. Mm-hmm. We get home in uh, like December twenty third. It's a lot, right. man. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, for me, it's perfect, dude. You know? And was it, is there a difference about being being in the UK? That obviously you go through Europe and English, you know, people speak English, but it's not the f- first language. So when you when you get here, is there is there kind of a little bit of a sense of kind of oh, you know, well, I do, or is it just that you have so little interaction with the rest no, of the world? No, no, man, it doesn't make a great. The more you do it, the more used you get to each culture, and you know what to expect. So it's not yeah. a shock, you know, like yeah. hey, I'm gonna get this type of English here or no English here. And, like, really, I look at it like I'm grateful that I'm able to communicate. Yeah. It's like all the people, all the countries in Europe spend all this time learning all these languages, and you get a bunch of Americans and, you know, Canadians over here who don't speak any other languages, really, and, you know, it, you can't talk shit. you got to be grateful, you yeah. know, because it's a really a luxury for you, Yeah. you know, that these people all work so hard on it. So yeah. you just find a way to really appreciate it no matter how challenging it is. Are you picking up any countries that you haven't done before on this on this stretch? For me, yes. I don't know about Ash. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. Poland's new for me on this one. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've played most of these countries. That's that's it on me. Yeah. I've mean, played all these countries at one point or another. Um, maybe not the towns necessarily, but the yeah. countries. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited but, to get. I played a show in Hungary with my old band. I'm excited to get back there. That's, oh, a, cool. that's a unique place. Sick. sick, right? Yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah. Is it? You said you played there with your old man. Yeah, I played in a band called East of the Wall ah, for right. a, a, a number of years. It was my band, and then I, I let it go, and yeah. you know, vice versa to do revocation. Oh, cool. Yeah, the I mean, guys didn't want to tour as hard, and basically, I'm looking to never be home. So. Yeah, yeah. So how long have you been with revocation now then? Two years. Right. Okay. Yeah, so over time, I guess two and a half now, something like that. Hmm. So you were so you you've been involved in the, the whole writing of Deathless. Yeah, totally. Right from the, oh yeah, right man. From the, right from the get go. Absolutely, and I've known the guy since two thousand ten. So it's like when I got the the call in like two thousand twelve or whatever it was, I was like, yeah, no brainer. You guys are awesome, and you like to tour your asses off, and you're sick musicians and the coolest dudes. Like it's a no brainer. Yeah. So I was grateful for that call. Yeah, yeah, I bet. I bet. So were you between bands at the time, or did you leave? No, no, I was doing both. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I think I, I still could have done both, but I, I think there was a little bit of hard feelings leaving that band. You know, the guys kind of like felt like I left them and abandoned them, but in the reality, you know, some of the dudes are married and didn't want to, you know, tour as hard. And it's like pretty much like, yo, dudes, if you want to do this, we got to eat shit. On the can't road. have your cake and eat it. Yeah, pretty much. But I'm not saying anything bad about the guys. Yeah, no, so I, they're my favorite people on the planet and really hardworking dudes. You know, it's just like the road is not number one for them, and that's kind of what you need to do in order to support a if release. You, but if you're a band now, the road is the number one place you, you got to be, isn't it? That's where you're going to do your, yeah, well, do your business. Exactly. Yeah. Well said. 
you know it's uh, I mean it's so strange the music business to, have, to, to lose the, the number one revenue stream because it is you know to all intents and purposes lost compared to going back you know a decade, a decade or even longer sure. so for an industry to lose its major revenue stream that would provide at least you know 50, 60, 70, 80 percent um, it, it's it, it's just a whole switch round of, uh, of the way it works isn't it I mean Back in the day, you'd be on tour to sell more records. That's where you, you know, you see, you, yeah, you, you you benefit from being on the road, but you see the real benefit where you know you you shift the product. Whereas yeah. now it's just like it's you know tonight's the night, isn't it? It's all about tonight. You've got to get, you've got to try and shift shirts. You, you you're not a band anymore. You're shirt. a clothing store, man. It's like, <laughs> uh, get your ass That's... on the ground, mix it with the dirt, dog. You know, it's you gotta fucking you gotta know your stuff. It's not for everybody. It's you know. You gotta change with the times too, you know, that's that's important. And uh, I mean ultimately a, a band's purpose is to play live, I think. Like that's one that's one of the main functions. That's yeah. a, you know, I mean I mean making records for sure and making music, yeah, but you know, I mean ultimately that's the that's that's the expression, you know what I mean, is is, is up there on stage. It's a performance art, man. Yeah. Well, I, I had a really, I had a, a good quote the other day where I said um, that making making an album for a band has gone from being um, uh, a source of income to a job interview. It's like you make the album, that's the inter- that's the interview. Yeah, now go to work. Yo, for real. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah. yeah. That, that gets you in the door making the album. Yeah, that means you can tour, but that's like when the work starts. That's yeah. the job. That's really what it's all about. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it helps if you make a killer album, um, as you have. Um, but ultimately, yeah, you, you're about you've, you've got to try and make some money while you're on the road. Yeah, um, that's funny too, man. It's like if you're, I can't imagine like starting at the bottom with no hookups, no name, and building a band right now. Like, yo, you better be fucking good, dude, yeah. because it's so competitive and everyone's doing it, and there's like. Right in that, you know, low and medium grounds, right right before you get to being, in quote, successful, there's so much fucking competition. Just dudes scraping at the wall, trying to get a little higher, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's pretty brutal, yeah. actually. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I look at it as an outside looking in from, you know, from back in the day when, um, when, when my band was around. I mean, you know, we've talked about, we've talked about reforming and stuff, which is, it's cool when you've got a catalogue that's 20 years old, it, it means that there is, you know, people are aware of you, and obviously you, you get to come back at a certain level. To, to start out now, no chance. Right, that's imagine how crazy that would be. No Just way. like, yo, let's start a band. Yeah, like, but like not being, you know, you or anything like that. Yeah, like nobody yeah. knows who you are. Yeah. It's, you know, you Well, like, like you said, you can use the right word, it's fucking brutal. Yeah. You know, because, like, and the thing is, well, it's like, you, you don't you don't have that thing anymore where everyone's like pushing a demo everybody's on a uh, you know everyone's got the Facebook page the Twitter account fair game the, uh, yeah the, the access to recording wicked sounds in their, in their in their fucking garage you know and it's yeah everybody's out everybody's out to you know to you grab some sick spots. tracks right here you know what I mean yeah it's funny yeah and, and uh, uh, the same thing as well it's like working at a label now it's like you know, Christ, every just the, the volume of stuff that you've got coming in is, is just phenomenal because you've got and, and how do you judge? You know, they, they, you know. I, I, again, I heard somebody saying the other day is people at major labels now will 
they'll if they if they if they're receiving something from a band, they straight away they want to go into the Facebook page and see how many the likes have they got, how many views have they got on their YouTube on their YouTube channel and stuff. And unless it's of certain, you know, it's up at certain levels, then you know, fuck that band. It doesn't matter how good they sound. Yeah. It's not really relevant. They're not a sure thing. Yeah. To invest in. I think like working on a label, you have to like kind of like be able to look into the future a little bit. If that means you need to be intelligent, in touch with the times, in touch with the trends, and be able to apply business to it, it's fucking pretty rad. I I don't think I'd ever want to do it, you know? Yeah. It's like so much research and planning just to, you know, go on something that isn't even a sure thing. And And then there's like the prevalence of the 360 deals as well, where the label has basically taken a piece of everything. Yeah, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, that's uh, I'm no, not so sure about that. No thank you. <laughs> but but I, I, know a, I, know a couple, I know a couple of bands where they've, they've been offered deals, but it's like, but you know, the labels... It's a 360? Decent labels, but it's like 360. Yo, fuck that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> How's that? Yeah, yeah well, it's like... <laughs> well, yeah, well, you, you, hang on, the tax man t- is going to take his <laughs> slice and, uh, you know... You, there's not enough to be able to give away anything. You go from making what it's ten, fifteen, so you got twenty five out the door right away on like management and booking, and then you got your overhead, which is going to be another thirty percent on top of that. So you're talking about walking away from a hundred percent worth of income with what. Uh, 40 30 40 percent tops yeah, if that. and then you got some other cats taking a slice of that fuck that and then yeah then you go slice that up yeah and, and left, it's like what's it, left you get then you're talking about you're not talking about you know huge numbers here it's it's, it's weird as well with festivals the way festivals have gone with kind of like you know they it used to be like right well, who, who can we get let's who can, who can we pay the headliner and now it's it you've got like that 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 say kind of top five percent and then everyone else is like, well, you should just be grateful we're letting you play. Exactly. It's like, suck it, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want to play, uh, I, uh, some, again, a, a band, I know they were offered, um, and this is a good band, they were, they were offered a big festival in Germany, and basically they said, you 100 euros in a dressing room, dressing room for half an hour. That's like, but we, we've got fucking overheads. You know, it's like, well, do you want to play to 50,000 people or not? Yeah, yeah that's it. That's the bottom line. Yeah, if you, you do, you do. If you don't, well, fuck you, we'll get someone else. You get paid in exposure these yeah. days, it seems. Yeah. And sometimes yeah, that's, you get, the, that's the theory. That's the theory. Yeah, they're, they're, they're all working. It's, it's a great business plan if you think about it in terms of the, the festival. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's, you know, so I, I don't agree with it. I'm not condoning it. I think it's shot and, you know, oh, but, I mean, so, sometimes you got you to gotta eat it if it's the right thing. But then, but then they also want a percentage of your merch as well. Oh well, th- then you can yeah. just scam the fuck out of them, you know. Yeah, yeah. We sold <laughs> five shirts. What's that? We sold five shirts. Yeah, five is the magic number. Yeah, we're really sorry about that. Here's your, here's your two pounds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Thanks for having us, dog. But yeah. but it's also again with 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 some some websites, some magazines, people in the. There used to be a kind of under the table agreement that well, if you're on that label and you know they place a bit of advertising with you, you'll get you know you you'll probably get reviewed. Whereas now it's kind of like well, you know, you're gonna take an advert out now, or you're gonna fucking review it, then. dude. It's all handshakes and hand grenades, man. Yeah, but it's like it's over the table, you know. The the, the you know the, the 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 veil of secrecy has dropped, and now it's just like well, no, you know, 
you know, give us some money or you're not going to get a review. It's just, it's, like I say, it's, there's, there's people there with their hands out at every corner. Um, and as well as losing that massive percentage. I'm not trying to piss you guys off, by the way. No, no, no. It's just man. like, it, it's... We know this stuff. It's, it's, yeah, 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 it's, it's kind of like, you know, as we said earlier, if you're going to get into a relationship with somebody who does this, you need to know what the fuck you're getting into because you can get tricked real easy and lose a lot of money real easy if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's like, same concept and, and the thing is well, it's still evolving isn't it I mean you've in the last 15 years you've seen a lot of you've seen a lot of changes you know yeah, and you've, sure you've seen changes yeah. Yeah. It, 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 and it's still evolving constantly there's just a you know it, with with more and more social media and everything else it's it's you've, but you've got to stay you've got to stay on top of it getting the ownership on those files man it's yeah. impossible yeah. you can't yeah yeah that's that's as soon as that gets cracked, whole everything's gonna be fucking upside down. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if it ever will be cracked. To to not get any pub- Yeah, how how to get exclusive ownership on those files. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. once that happens the whole shit's gonna it's gonna be chaos. Yeah, totally. And well, a lot yeah. of people are gonna be out of business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, who the fuck knows? Maybe we will as well, you know? Nobody's excluded. Nobody's safe because it's unknown. You're going back into uncharted territory. Well, you guys, you guys just gone to to Metal Blade. Was there ever was there was there a time where you thought maybe we could do this ourselves? Um, explain. Well, I basically w- without set, a label. Yeah, do your own. Yeah, just do it. Go direct to the fans. Bypass uh, the label. In this time, in this day and age, it's a very difficult thing to do, and I don't know if that was ever in in the business plan of the band, which I can't really speak for. Any time that you're trying to do a band. And you don't have a label, you're like, fuck it, I can do it myself. And then somebody's like, yo, you guys are doing it. Like, uh, you're drawing some numbers here. You, you know, getting out, doing a little touring. Like, we'd like to work with you. It's a small label. And you're like, all right, yeah, I'll do it. A little extra exposure. And then it's like, you get a bigger label. And then you get a bigger label. And then it's just like, all right, how far can I take this now? It's like, I wasn't really expecting this to go down the way it did. But I'm stoked that it did. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like, a, a, a label has has money that they put up for you, right? Like, they're their bank, yeah. more or less, and then they have, um, like, distribution deals and stuff, right? Those are those are things that they have that it's, like, average people just don't have, you know? Yeah, and, they're, and they're like, well, with the day and the, the times right now with the social media, it might be a more realistic thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Back then, it was it's, like... It's true, yeah, yeah. There's just... You know, there's advantages and disadvantages in this day and age too. But it's like, and people are like, "Well, I want to start my own label and I want to do this all by myself." And it's like, it's like you can, but like, uh, they they probably have no concept of how much like extra work they have to do. You know what I mean? But it's, it's as with anything, if you have a strong team with talent who are willing to work their asses off and can get along, you can make it happen no matter what it is. Yeah, totally. You know, because it's like hand in hand. You know, you help each other up and then help each other build and they come up with, it all starts with ideas. Mm-hmm. So if you have all the, I guess, physical things that come along with that idea, you can really, you know, have a nice blow. Yeah, I mean, there's also the crowdfunding model as well. Right. Which, uh, you know, some, some bands have gone down that route. Um, I know Protest the Hero did a did a huge. They did a big one, and they got it like a couple of days or something. What? It's so crazy. It went, they got it went it. fucking crazy. It went like past, way past what they were what they were looking for. Yeah. Um, 
and um, and they and I know they ended up going to a label and just saying, look, we you know we want you to make the CDs. We're gonna just you know we'll do the digital distribution, everything else. We're only interested in in CDs, and they were like, yeah, forget it. And then you know, label brings them up a week later, and oh, okay then. Um, but yeah, but, but you know, for every protest the hero, there's someone else who's like, you know, got five percent yeah. of the target. Yeah, yeah. Shit, what do we I do? I don't really have an opinion on it because I haven't really thought about the whole thing that much. I don't know. What do you think about it? Yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to say anything that is, like, right. you know, just like blurt out some verbal diarrhea. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm pretty much the way I look at it. I'm like, I haven't done it. Yeah, I and I'm hats off to people who've done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's in, I think it's incredible. Yeah, the amount of work that must go into it behind it. Yeah. And I mean, I've I've contributed to a couple of well, a few things, a few campaigns, and and when you just see all the work that goes into constantly updating and the things they're making available and exclusives and everything, I'm just saying, man, this looks like so much work. Yeah. I did see some like promotional videos of people trying to get those off the ground that were like pretty like scary type bad though. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. damn, like, yeah. the secondhand embarrassment shit. Yeah. Like, like all right, guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm, I'm trying to. But think, I don't even remember who actually. I, yeah. I'm trying to think of the band. I'm trying to think of the band who it was where there was like one ap- like spectacular epic fail where this band just like they got like six percent of Oof. their uh, you know of their and this was a band that was like not that big. They were around about like five, seven years ago, and they weren't that big. But they came back, and the the way they'd done the whole, the whole way they they'd done the whole page was kind of like, yeah, you know, you people, you give us your money, and we're gonna go back out on the road and kick ass and everything. And, and it's like that's not the way to get people to contribute towards your, you know, your project. The way to do it is to get people to buy into it. And there's a <laughs> the door opening. Somebody popping a heading and going again. Yeah. Oh, Ollie Rooney. Forgot about him. He might be coming out tonight. Ollie? Yeah. You remember that dude? No, I don't think so. He played bass in uh, the Heart Machine. Did he US tour with them? Oh no. He was sick, dude. Well, sick that, dude. that it's been an absolute pleasure. I'm gonna tie this up. Great man. I think we've covered everything. Grinder, Tinder. Nah. Your podcast. Yeah, uh, tears, sweat. Your, yeah, blood, your, your relationship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's Listen, all in there, man. It is. But look, have a, have a killer show tonight, guys. Hey, thanks so much, man. Thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. it. No, not at all. It's Absolutely. Pleasure meeting you guys. Thank you. Really cool. Yeah, really let cool. us know when that drops, you know. Oh, I will do, because I'm going to need you guys to spread the word as much as we're going to yeah, spread right on, the word man. about you guys. It's, it's like we're, we're all in this kind of... Uh, this, Giant handshake, can't we? Where yeah. we'll send you, we you know, we want to get more listeners. You want to, you want as many people to hear it as possible, and are going to hear it and go. Well, I'm going to check that replication shit out. So you know, brilliant album, well done, congratulations, Thanks, man. man. Appreciate it's it. Awesome. It's Cheers. Really cool. Thank you. And there you go. Um, that was really cool. Um, uh, and uh, aren't they a couple of really cool guys? Um, Brett was just just a really really easy guy to talk to is um you know we even managed to talk a bit about music and uh and or, or other um fucking tinder and grinder and uh and all sorts and and check out osh um osh who the fuck is osh <laughs> i think that was that was a cross between check check it out and ash no that was a that was a cross between ash and podcast so I was going to say, check out Ash's podcast, but instead you got Osh, because that's my brain, and that's the way that my brain fucking works. It's just, it's all over the place. It wants to do everything 
at the same time all at once you know you know sometimes i i as you can tell i get you know i'm I fucking yay I'm, I'm up for it i like this this is cool shit i enjoy myself uh, this is why i do this and hopefully um you know it, it, you don't want to hear somebody sit here going yeah i really like metal it's good and i went and interviewed this band and um and here they are now all right band how's it going is it all right is it what's the new album like did you like the producer what's your favorite song on it who's your favorite band to tour with what's your favorite country to play in what's your favorite instrument what's your favorite position in bed what are you doing later on uh i mean you know i'm exa- i'm exaggerating but you, you know you you want uh, well i don't know i don't know what you want fuck it i just do what i do and and it, it seems that people like tuning in and thank fuck you do because otherwise without you guys this is just me shouting at the air in my front room and then putting it online for no one to listen to and that is just fucking weird um so basically without you lot this is weird so as odd as this sounds as fucking stupid as i make this without you guys this is fucked this is like you know this is men this is mental illness online without you people tuning in tuning in i fucking did it again what a cunt talking about just talking about how without you lot this is this is mental illness and then i go and prove that uh, my brain's broken um you know, look you 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 guys um downloading streaming doing you know doing what you do it's it is so fucking cool i know i know i usually save my love letter for you for you listeners uh, till the end but you know fuck it let's move it let's move it up the front you deserve it you've earned the right god damn it um uh yeah thank you i mean because seriously without you guys this is just it's just me and my ego me sat here stroking my ego shouting cunt a lot in my front room once a month so thank you and with and also you know you are you are right behind me here guys um you you are driving this podcast because the figures that we're getting now are are just fantastic. I mean, still picking up about two thousand um, new subscribers every month. This is unfucking real. Please keep it going. Please, when you see friends who are into metal or into podcasts or into neither, fuck that. Fuck them. Get their phone when they're out the room. Open the podcast app. Type in Talking Bollocks. Subscribe to it. Put it back. They they don't even need to ever know. Okay. If I mean if then if they're not. If they're not bothered, fine. They don't even... But that's another subscriber for us. And that adds to our figures. And so when PR companies and stuff like that say, well, you know, what what kind of figures you do, and, and we're able to tell them, then they say, fucking hell, yeah, okay, let's have it. So that leads us nicely on. All this diatribe, all this little ramble leads us nicely on to what you guys have been able to to to, to get me, to get you... Uh, this is this is all wrong in it. The English is fucking horrible. Anyway, okay. Look, thanks to you, thanks to the thousands of you that 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 make this what it is, means that I have been able to put together a fucking Christmas sack full of presents that you are going to fucking cream yourself. So let's get it straight, right, guys? You are going to get hard when I tell you in a minute what's coming up in December. Girls, you are going to get moist. This like there's any girls listening if there is please just fucking let me know will you because i on it i genuinely honestly don't know never had a message never had any kind of interaction from 
any female listener at all apart from Craig apart from Craig from All About the Rock's wife, okay? And you do count you do you, you do count Leanne. I'm not I'm not saying you don't, but if there is any other women out there, although given what I've said about women in metal, I sh- I shouldn't be allowed female listeners, but if there is, then please do let me know. So anyway, Christmas thrash metal special. How is this for a lineup? Okay? How is this for a lineup? Imagine this is a gig you are you're fucking going, right? This is this is going to take most of December to listen to, mind, but let me let me just wet your appetite with. First up, first up is bass player and vocalist Thrash Legend. Yeah? Thrash Legend Schmier of Destruction. Oh yes. Oh yes, and I get to tell him the story of how I nearly replaced him in Destruction. Well, nearly. I, I had one phone call, but anyway, look, it's 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 cool. Um, so that's the, that's a starter, right? That's a starter right there. Who is going to be in the middle slot? We'll have Destruction opening. Who's going to be on the middle of the bill? I'll tell you who's going to be on the middle of the fucking bill, you motherfuckers. Oh, it's only, yeah, Craig Lacero of Forbidden. Yes, that's right. Forbidden reform right here on the podcast. No, they don't. I'm, I'm, but what I'm saying is, my old mate Craig from back in the day. Yes, Craig breaks the mold. He does remember me. We we hung out quite a bit back in the day, so it's it's pretty cool. We have a really cool chat. You are gonna love it. It's about an hour long, and it's just fucking yeah. We have a right laugh. So anyway, um, so that's that starts. So we got so we got Schmear from Destruction. We've got Craig Lucero from Forbidden, and now Spiral Arms, and then finally. Topping it all off, the headline act is newly returned Exodus vocalist Steve Zetro Souza and longtime Acid Rain fan and ex tour buddy of mine. So it's really cool. We get to chat. Um, he doesn't know who it is. He, all he knows is he's got an interview with some guy from All About the Rock. He doesn't know it's me, so that's quite amusing. Uh, it, it and it. What was really weird is, and I'll tell you this now, um, my computer crashed during the interview and just died. Blue screen of death. You know what I mean? BSD motherfucker. Looks like that. And I just, oh, I'm fucking, I wanted to cry. I didn't actually. I didn't want to cry. I wanted to smash the fuck out of the laptop. And we've all been there. And that laptop was looking at me and I was thinking, you fucking bastard. Oh, I just wanted to take it out onto the balcony and smash it like a fucking iPad. If you do have an iPad, by the way, um, here's a good tip: Put, get it, get it sideways, yeah, and shove it up your ass. Um, anyway, um, uh, yeah, so it all crashed. I, I rebooted everything, uh, and um, I opened up the program that I'm using now to do the the podcast, and I opened it up, and it just went. Oh, we were uh, we were doing a we were doing a, a project, but you didn't save it. But um, do you want me to try and recover it? I was like, yeah. And, and it recovered. So it, it does finish out of nowhere, the interview. But again, it's about another four. So we've got about 40 minutes with Zet. Got about an hour with Craig. Got about 30 minutes with Schmier. And next week, I am doing another interview with somebody else that is going to be added to the podcast as well. This podcast is going to be like three or four fucking hours. You get me? Yeah? If you ever wanted something to be able to put earplugs in and drown out your fucking relatives over christmas this is going to be the thing this in fact i'm going to take it one step further right 
If you know people who are into metal, just get them the Christmas edition of Talking Bollocks as a Christmas present right now. Oh yes, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be that good. And I know it's going to be that good because three of the interviews are already in the fucking can, motherfucker. Oh, honestly, I am I am as excited as you guys. I can't wait to just put the fucking thing together so I can listen to it. So, Jesus, I, I'm sure you guys are going to enjoy it. Um, and yeah, there's another, another um, uh, interview to add to it next week. And I'm not saying who just yet it's not because um it's not because oh you know i want to keep you guessing or anything like that because i'm not a twat as much as you know i might come across as one um the the reason i um the reason i don't want to tell you is because this business is this business i mean the interview with revocation was supposed to be with david and until literally i walked in the room went oh no it's brett um uh, which i'm no no complaints by the way brett was cool as you heard but anyway um it's just that the minute you say stuff i mean i i um I just interviewed a band about an hour ago. Well, before I did, before I started the podcast, now I did a I did an interview with another band. I'm not going to say who because that's coming up in January and there's a whole theme based around it. But it's with Destrage. Okay, there you go. Ah, that's how shit I am at keeping secrets. Um, it's with Destrage. Oh, and by the way, for Christmas, I got your, I've got your podcast. <laughs> Big surprise. Um, uh, but yeah, that's um, so that that's coming up in January. But there's also going to be two more interviews, I think, on there. And I mean, they're shit the bed interviews. I'm really fucking happy. But again, they haven't happened yet. They're happening in a few days, and I don't want to say what they are in case they don't happen. So I can't say who's going to be the fourth interview on the Thrash podcast. But you are not going to be fucking disappointed. Okay, you're not. You know, um, and it's not somebody you hear that many interviews with either. So I'm, I'm, I'm really cool. I'm so fucking excited about it. It's untrue. That's three big interviews next week. Believe it or not, December is virtually in the can, and and by and by Monday, by Wednesday next week, December will be in the can, and January as well. We're working so far ahead of time now. Um, and I realised this year, as you've seen, the podcasts are getting bigger. We're getting there's getting more interviews on them um, now as much as I love doing this and I love and I want that to continue that's only because we've been able to get the bands we've been able to get the interviews they happen to you know they happen to be here so don't be disappointed if if you know in a, in a few episodes time in like March or whatever that there's only one feature interview or something like that and that will be because there's not as many bands have been around uh and that's just you know that's the way it is that's you know blame them not me i can't interview bands if they're not well actually i can interview bands if they're not there because i can just fucking skype them so so anyway okay i'll shut up I'll, I'll i'll skype more okay sorry guys um so anyway to skype more i couldn't fucking talk more could i um yeah christmas hey christmas it's christmas time there's no need to be afraid because you can put on talking bollocks and drown out your fucking wanky relatives who you don't want to come round if you're sick of eating turkey and you've had enough cranberry sauce because cranberry sauce is fucking disgusting you should be having stuffing and if you don't like stuffing get stuffed you can always put on talking bollocks and it'll be there for you i will be there i don't know what that was about and i don't know what that tune was sorry but anyway um yeah, you're just going to be able to put this podcast on and drown out the fucking world with some cool interviews. And that is my Christmas present to you. That is my Christmas present to you. So here's the other thing I wanted to mention. Um, uh, start straight away, guys. What I'd like is for you to send... Now, you are notorious for not interacting with the podcast. And that's fine. I, I honestly don't mind. I don't give a shit. But if you want to interact with this particular question, it's up to you. Um, I'd like to have your top fives of the year, your top five albums of the year, okay? Um, I, I don't want fucking descriptions, I don't want just your top five, okay? Now, 
the idea is send in your top five. I'm going to be doing my top five um, in January and on your top fives and whichever top fives I find either like, I, I don't know, I, there's, I'm going to look at them and I'm going to think, oh, that's quite interesting or, or fucking hell, I hate all five of those albums or I love all five of those. Um, I'm going to pick a few out and um, uh, ring you up and get you on the podcast and we'll 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 talk about your top five and if i hate all all top five of them you can defend them um uh, or you can agree that they're shit and go back and do another five um or um or or, or we or you know i just find your top five interesting and we can just go but either way if you want to be on the show fuck it i keep saying it's your show as well and then i usually say no it fucking isn't it's mine um but um seriously <laughs> well yeah come on it's your if you, if you know if you want to come on and have a chat fine do it if you don't then don't see if i give a fuck see if i care see if i care if none of you fucking write in i don't give a shit yeah, it'll just all be about me, and that, as you know, is not gonna. It's, I'm not gonna be disappointed about that, am I? So, if you wanna, if you wanna, just send a message in. To, you can tweet us. Tweet me at um, Talking Bollocks, capital T, top, uh, capital B, uh, with a Z instead of an S. Talking Bollocks uh, at Talking Bollocks. You can message at the Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Talking Bollocks, Bollocks with a Z again, um, or email me Howard at allabouttherock.co.uk. And while you're at it, get to the all about the rock website it rocks funnily enough it's in the fucking title should do shouldn't it um there's some cool shit on there some very cool writing some cool reviews cool interviews all that stuff they allow this podcast to happen without them there is no podcast etc 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 so check out the website my friends please do so um what else was I going to talk to you about? Um, I was going to talk to you about how my fucking phone's just crashed and that's got all my notes on. So, a little bit of padding here. Um, but in, in all seriousness, um, yeah, Christmas is coming. That's going to be awesome. Not Christmas in general. I couldn't give a fuck about Christmas. And, and while we're at it, it is always going to be referred to on any Talking Bollocks pages, Twitter feeds, anything like that as Xmas. Because here at Talking Bollocks, yeah, I like to take the Christ right out of Christmas. Because we all know what Christmas is about, don't we? That's right. Presents. Presents, food and drinking. That is the real meaning of Christmas. And, uh, I, you know, I, I think that's... I think that's perfectly perfectly reasonable. There are some weird religious weirdos who seem to think that um, there's, that's got something to do with it. Pfft, yeah, whatever. Anyway, moving on, i.e. the phone's rebooted now. Um, uh, yeah, um, oh, I cannot believe this. Um, he is legend, um, favourite of the podcast, played Kingston. I live in West London, right? I live in um, I live in the Ealing area. Like like I'm saying, like I don't want to say exactly where. Like anyone's gonna come and fucking knock on my fucking door. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, so I live in the uh, in the Ealing area, Hanwell, actually. Oh fucking hell! Oh, this is totally. Uh, I totally forgot to mention this. Hanwell, right? Where I live, is the place where Jim Marshall sold his first ever amplifier. He's from West London. He sold his first ever amp in Hanwell, where I live. Subtext, I'm more metal than you. Fuck you. <laughs> Seriously, how fucking metal is that? That's just fucking awesome. And I never, ever knew that. It's just like, it's just like, you know, my life is so metal, yeah? My life is so metal, and I am so metal, that I've just ended up, like, living in a, like, metal place. It's, like, cool and shit. Anyway, enough of being 15. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I I missed his legend. God, I can't believe that was such a tangent. Um, they were playing in Kingston, which is literally like a fucking 15-minute drive. 
And unfortunately, I was playing out of town. Um, I was doing a, a comedy gig, obviously. I was doing a stand-up gig out of town. Um, and I saw them tweet at, like, about three in the afternoon saying, oh, who found, you know, is anyone up for a gig at this? I've actually played, I think it's the Fighting Cocks, the venue order. Hey, get it? <laughs> Cock. Um, the Fighting Cocks in Kingston. And they were like, oh, who's up for a uh, surprise gig tonight? I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, I'm not. I was in the car driving north to a gig. So um, so I missed that, which is a bummer, but, you know, never mind. Uh, it's one of those things. Um, heavy metal piece of merchandise purchased this month is a fucking awesome Ramstein football shirt. It is so fucking cool. I'm going to put a, put a picture up on Facebook. I'm going to tweet it. I don't give a shit. In fact, I've already tweeted it. I don't give a shit if any of you like you don't like it, don't like Ramstein. It is just such a cool piece of merch. It really is fucking awesome. And I tell you, I was like a dog with two dicks when that arrived. Oh, fucking hell. I was one happy bastard. Um... On the flip side of that, what did not make me happy this um, uh, this month, very recently, in fact, I think it was last week, it was early in the morning, I was working down, walking down Oxford Street in London, because that's what I do, and um, it was before the shops opened, I was up surprisingly early, and um, um, there was this big fuck-off queue, right, big fuck-off queue of people along Oxford Street, and I was thinking, what the fuck's this, you know, what, what, what do you know what they were queuing for? You are not going to believe this. My my fellow bollockers, you are not going to believe this. They were queuing for H&M for the new Alexander Wang collection. Yeah? Ha- what has the world come to when people are queuing for some dickhead's fucking clothes? Yeah, for his fucking rags. I always thought, like, David Beckham was going to be doing a fucking signing session or something. No, we've gone from people queuing outside of HMV on Oxford Street because an album's coming out to people queuing up outside H&M because some clothes are coming out. I fucking... It's shit like that that just does my fucking head in. And it was really weird. I, I I just walked along. I was walking along this queue and I was like, oh, I, I was, you know, you see a queue like that and you think, oh, this is pretty cool, this is pretty cool. And then I saw it was for H&M. And all I wanted to do was turn around and walk back along the queue and just fucking chin every single member of that fucking queue. And boy, my fucking hand hurts because I really meant that. And I punched my hand so hard. It fucking hurts. I'm sat here shaking it now. What a fucking idiot. Um, sorry about that. Uh, anyway, look, yeah. So, so you know, next time you're at a gig and you see Alexander Wang, punch him in the fucking face for me. Well, I should have his Wang chopped off. The Wang-ker. So, um, yeah, anyway, that's 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 what's happened. Um, a little mention here. Uh, Paul Kellett, who, uh, who gets in touch with the show. He's a, he's, a, he's a listener. Hello there, Paul. Stay in touch, dude. Nice one. Um, he, um, he sent me a link through to the Morty Viventi album. Um, and the Morty Viventi, uh, the album's called Day... Uh, sorry, The Day the Dead... Phone shuts down. The Day the Dead Returned. And um, the whole album is is a sort of zombie thrash album, and it's on Bandcamp. So look at look, look go on to Bandcamp and search Morty Viventi, M O R T I, and then Viventi, Viv E N T I, V I V E N T I. Um, and it's one guy who's done the whole thrash album, 
Um, and it's really funny. It's Morte Vivente. And the album is The Day the Dead Returned. And the guy behind the product, the whole project is Adrian Heathershaw. It couldn't sound more fucking British and Northern. But anyway, he's done the whole thing on his own. Now, I'm, I'm a little bit kind of, you know... Um, uh, people doing shit like that on their own. I just think it's a bit, I don't know, ego going crazy or, oh, maybe he couldn't find the members. We can send the files to people and stuff like that. But then again, you you are listening to a guy who used to tape trade um, with uh, uh, with Jeff Waters back in the day. Um, I used to tape trade with him. We t- traded um, Moskenstein for Alice in Hell and, and vice versa. Um, and he did it. He did everything on the uh, on the Alice in Hell album himself, uh, on the demos himself. So um, so it's it's nothing new. Um, and I, I, programmed drums, I can't get away from. But I, there, there is definitely um, a, a huge amount of talent there. I hope he actually creates a band. I hope more TV Venti actually turns into a proper band because otherwise it'd be a bit of a waste. Um, but it, I, I'd certainly check it out. I, I, and it, I'm 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 saying that because I'm not a massive fan, but I do admire. Um, what the guy's done, um, and so yeah, you know, check it out and 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 see what you think. I'd be I'd be interested to to know what you think. Um, uh, and and kind of like the other end of the scale, new Foo Fighters album coming out, and I just want to put it on record now. I don't know how the rest of you feel, I, I, but the Foo Fighters, yeah, um, always the same, like 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 a like a sort of metal rock U two really, like a, no, like a metal U two. They bring out one song off the album, and then you hear it, and you think, "Fucking hell, that's 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 not bad. That's that's actually not bad." And and then you might get tempted into like buying an album or whatever, and you go, "Oh, fucking hell, it's shit! That's the only song on it." Not like that song back in the day. Was it? Is it? Um, all my life, that dun, 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 dun. all my life, I've been searching for something, something. You know, you know the one um, with the the video in the in the arena with his see-through guitar, which for some reason I loved that video. I fucking loved it. It's in an empty stadium, but there was just I don't know the song and the the the, the see-through guitar because I'm so fucking easily pleased. <laughs> um, yeah, if I was that easily pleased, I wouldn't be fucking single, would I? But anyway, um, so uh, that's not linked to me wanting to know if there's any female listeners, by the way. That's it, It's really not. Um, so, uh, or maybe it is. I don't know. Mentally, maybe that's the way my brain works. I don't know. What is this fucking dating hour? I've just been talking about Tinder and, and, and stuff with, with uh, revocation and I'm gone off on a tangent again. So anyway, look, I'm, I'm going to... Uh, don't worry, I am shutting the fuck up very soon. I'm getting censor on. In fact, fuck it. Let's do that now. There's only a couple more things um, uh, I want to talk to you afterwards about, and that, that's like five minutes, if that. So, um, so look, censor. Um, for those of you who don't know, I suggest before you listen to this, um, uh, before you listen to this interview, go on to YouTube, look up censor. S e n s e r. Stacked up is the album, which is from 1992, I think. Um, the reason why I'm interviewing censor is because Stacked Up is being re-released. Stacked Up XX. I um, I bought it online this afternoon. Have Having already received the digital copy to review, no, I went out and got the CD as well because it's going to sound fucking awesome. What's the point in getting a? Re- what's the point in having a remastered MP3 when I've got the original album, which it will sound better? So I want to get the original fucking remastered. I want to get the remastered CD. It's going to sound fucking amazing. It's a groundbreaking, game-changing album, right? They really, really were incredible. Um, it's 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 very very early kind of and um please don't switch off don't don't listen to this and think oh no kind of rap metal that's so not what it is that's so not what it is um 
it's so much better than that. It's so much more than that. Um, and and I am, fuck it. I'm going to tell you, I am going to be playing a song at the end of the podcast um, by Sensor um, from this album. So um, you know, do 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 check that out at the end of the podcast. Um, in fact, should I should I put it on now? Fuck it. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to play. Uh, I'm going to play the Sensor song now. Um, so there's not going to be a song at the end of the podcast, but fuck it, who cares? Let's just fuck with the format, hey? Let's just let's just go for it. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, or possibly just uh, just gentlemen, I don't know because I don't know if there's any women out there. But anyway, what am I on? Right, so here we go. Um, check this out. This is a fucking awesome song. I love this band so much, and this is from the album Stacked Up, and this is Age of Panic. Sorry, why did I say it like that? This is Age of Panic. See? 
So how cool is that? There is also uh, some slightly heavier stuff, some slightly milder stuff. It's just they were way ahead of their time. Um, I got a chance to sit down with um, James and Hatem. Um, and it was just, it was really cool. It was really, really, really nice. It was, it was weird. They, they came out in 92 and we'd just packed up in 91. So, uh, our paths never really crossed. Um, but, um, it was really good. It's just to set the scene. Um, the, the, the venue, um, is not one that I know, um, at all, actually. It's called Electroworks in North London. Um, but a, apparently a big major goth venue um, and um, they were dressing the venue around us as we were being interviewed and like people pop in and, and so it's the usual kind of chaos going around going on around around um, uh, whenever I interview somebody but um, it's really cool so you might you might hear you know bits of crashing in the background and stuff like that but it's um, um, it, it's all good I've listened to the interview and it's pretty cool and there's some there's some really interesting stuff they had a really amazing ride in um uh, uh back in the 90s as you'll hear and they're, and they're still going and still as strong as ever and um i just I, I really they this band never ever they never ever got their due really they never ever they never ever got that um and it's you know i just want to do as much as i can for them so go to sensor.co.uk s-e-n-s-e-r sensor.co.uk they've got some fucking awesome um uh offers for this album the the digital offer t-shirts all the rest of it and get their other stuff as well i think this is about seven albums out now and there's it's just it's all good quality stuff um great band and um i had a really nice time chatting to them here it is to um have a listen this is me having a chat with hayton and james of sensor Um, this is for my podcast, which is Talking Bombs. Okay. okay. Um, but also, um, it's hosted by the All About the Rock website. Okay. Um, and that's it, really. Um, and being a long-time fan of the band, uh, just chuffed to bits that you've um, that you're, you're bringing out static um, because without wanting to. So we. Well, without wanting to make my comedy credentials seem incredibly poor, it still stacks up. Even today. <laughs> um, you say you, you're, you say you know you, you, yeah, it's, it's a bit drawn out. You say you, you're chuffed that it's out. Um, how did it come about? I'm, and I'm sorry, that's a, a duff question to uh, to start with. But we will, it will get better. I promise. I can't remember. Well. It's it's uh, it's for twenty years for a start, and we we just had all these odds and sods of tracks and everything, and that have just been around for a couple of years. Yeah, and we were sort of thinking about hey, we could do some sort of compilation, and and nothing really sort of sat as 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 a complete article, but they all kind of related to that time. Lots of remixes and yeah. tracks that we've never released before that were really quite well recorded and quite, you know, put a lot of hard work into. And and uh, it was actually our PR guy who sort of suggested doing mm. the 20th anniversary thing. And we were a little bit uncertain at first and then we thought, sort of, it's a great opportunity to kind of compile well, also, everything together. Also, uh, uh, this guy called Morris Bacon, who was uh, involved in the original the company that put it out in the first place, uh, he was one of the first people that kind of had faith in us and you know started investing money. 
Yeah. Losing power. No, no, no. I'm just. Uh, um, oh, yeah, we, we're good. We're good. Uh, yeah, he, he he wanted to do it again. He was like back for another round of punishment. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I was say, it's so it's, it's our old. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He didn't uh, lose enough money the first time. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> no, I don't think he lost money the first time. I think he's no, probably doing right. He, 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 I know he's, we he's, used he's, a lot it's just of the bands who lose money. Everybody else yeah. usually. Oh, yeah. We didn't yeah. lose yeah. money at the time. We made money, but we because it's like it was seven of us in the band, and you know yeah. we kept all our friends on retainers basically as as road crew, so even when we stopped. And uh, we just, uh, you know, we didn't... Cool is one word. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but, yeah, it meant that basically we never earn more than your average builder. But, we yeah. were, but at least we were, you know, I know, like, I know, the, f- I know the feeling, I know yeah. the feeling. But, uh, you know, a, a well-paid builder, that's about as good as it got. Yeah. Like a roof for a Yeah, but a come scaffolder. on, he got, he got to play on the word. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not I complaining. Mean, there you I go. loved it, I loved it. <laughs> Still love it, still do it, you know, like... Yeah. Uh, well, people clearly. every now and again, you know, we get, get we got asked to do download and we got asked to do Hellfest recently. It's just fucking, you can't argue with that. Yeah. It's just people are so positive and so, you know, and, and every time we put a record out, people are just really positive about it. So obviously, you know, you're not doing it for just for, you know, because you want to be loved. <laughs> you're doing it because you want it to, to make something that you think sounds good and, and but the fact that people appreciate it appreciate it really helps yeah I mean well, yeah, it's not like stand up where you are actually doing it because you want to be loved but that's a whole other story yeah <laughs> I understand that so it's the I unconditional it. love of strangers for yeah. 20 minutes yeah. makes up for a whole other load of shit yeah <laughs> well, but I mean if you do that though with the spirit or it's the same spirit as the music if you do it like if you want to do stuff that would make you laugh if you were in the audience and like and, and the record that you would buy if you weren't in the band and so on as you know it's the only, it's the the only way to create art is to do what you think is cool yeah what you, you know, want to you hear. can be the you, you're the only judge the minute you're fucked is the minute you start taking into account what someone else might think it's hard but you, oh, yeah. that's what you got to do oh, without a doubt um I, funnily enough um, i was just listening to um uh, Tin Can Hurricane. Wow. And now that is just, that's a trip back to the 90s. The, 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 the culture references are yeah. just porno mags, grifters. It, it, is just it, it was a weird thing, smile man. Smile on my we face. We just wanted to do something. We, we, it was like we wanted to go somewhere completely different. We'd been touring the, 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 that's why we didn't put it out at the time, because we wanted to go somewhere completely different from Stacked Up, because we'd been playing those songs for five years like we've been touring before during and after making that record so by the time we got to the set I, I just I wanted to just do something completely out out of context but then we realised that it was probably a bit of a weird one to put out yeah well we, we never really got to try and yeah 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 because yeah. yeah, Fast Song is almost it's almost like punky yeah, yeah. It's, I mean yeah. it's it's they, but they, they haven't they haven't dated today. I mean, I, you know, I'm uh, I, I've been a, a, a huge fan of Stacked Up for and other work as well. But may, but for me, Stacked Up was the, was the pinnacle. And we peaked nice and early then. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, yep, <laughs> never <laughs> quite as good, never <laughs> as good as that. But, yeah, but, but it's it's it was the time it came out. There was, I mean, I'm, on my podcast, I've been saying that I'm going to be, you know, speaking with you guys and. Um, which is always, which is always a reach because things tend to, can not happen. But um, and, and trying to describe censor um, is like I don't know. This is really clumsy, but I kind of came up with a sort of 
an easy hook for people to kind of hang on to is Rage Against the Machine meets Limp Biscuit. Don't punch me. Yeah. Um, it's it, 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 but, but that doesn't. But, uh, yeah, I know. It do, that doesn't really. <laughs> Yeah, interview over. Um, Deflate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No. Or, or Heart more, sink. Yeah, or, or maybe, or maybe more appropriately. Um, no, you it's know, more psychedelic than those things. That's what's well, missing. That's, that's, Is this other yeah. thing? There's something very English in it that doesn't. It's not in any of those bands. Uh, it yeah. can't. You know, I know for a fact that the guitarist from Tool played our record to Limp Bizkit when they were pretty much starting out, and. Uh, and they were like, oh, this is cool. And I think they were, were definitely, you know, uh, it's, you know they're, they're going to carry on blues for me. That would be fantastic. <laughs> um, we've already done our own stupid jobs yeah, upstairs. Yeah. We're not doing yours. <laughs> it's not my job, I'm just um, uh, Yeah, there's something in it that's not in those bands. Oh, and, God, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Lo- uh, no, I need one. No, I can't. I can't fault it. But uh, again, it, I always found it. I like the idea of putting stuff in there that you don't hear on first, first listen. Yeah. It's, there's a different. We, we just do things in a different way, and the, the influences that we have are not the same as that. Like, they sound. I mean, to be fair, we our influences in terms of guitars, for example, are like. Death Angel and Slayer and, and Celtic Frost, their influence. If you listen to their music, it sounds like. Uh, what's the guy? Who's the guy who did Frankenstein? Uh, Edgar Winter Group. It sounds like that. Yeah. All that stuff, it's like. It's 70s rock, really. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine with rap. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. We, we didn't really. So. I can I understand. I can understand why people compare it because there aren't ten million bands doing that ever did that kind of stuff. So you've only got a couple of references. But we always felt like it was different. And we, yeah, well, I I, th- I think we were doing it at the same time. All the to be doing it at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. also, you, the thing is that you what you re- you require a little bit more from the listener because you're not. Um, some of you, some of you more straight ahead stuff. And go, oh yeah, yeah, I like this. And then there'll be, uh, then there'll be stuff with psychedelic keyboards and female vocals yeah. and all sorts. And and you just, yeah, you're just requiring. I mean, I'll be, I'll be playing girls. First time I, first time I heard sensor. First time I heard stacked up. You know, I, I, I was kind of entry level. You know, um, mo comply and being a metalhead myself, I was like, oh yeah, this is nice and easy for me to digest. Yeah, yeah. And then I got the album, and I was like, Whoa. Yeah. oh right, okay, um, yeah, down the rabbit hole. Yeah, um, but it, but but so cool because that means like nine months later you're still playing it and going, I'm just getting into this song. We're quite young, you know, so we did that. I think in retrospect, the idea is that we didn't know what we, you know, we didn't have this idea of limitations really we just thought we're going to do what we want I know exactly it, what you mean when you're young you just you throw it all in there there's no reason yeah. for not to have everything in it yeah we were a little bit uh, stubborn enough to get things happen you know to, yeah. to say we're going to we're going to put this in we're going to put that in. some of those tracks probably now we wouldn't put on there and yeah, some absolutely, of them yeah. but, but I think that's what's cool about it you know yeah, yeah well, it's, it's, uh, and it's uncompromising and you, you, you went over to the... Um, oh, by the way, speaking of Tool, mm-hmm. um, I was there. I saw Which you. Which one? 
I see, uh, uh, the Astoria when you were with Loadster back in oh, yeah. Tool and you came on and you did some backing vocals as well on and a, he did, on a he on flipped a the guy. Is it that one? Where he flips the guy? Because um, I've done it like three or four times now. And then. Oh really? Yeah. All oh, right. So how did you how did you get to know how Just did you get playing, to know Tool? Playing the same festivals. We met them in Holland one day at a festival out mm. in a square. That, that was when we were both pretty much starting out. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, we just met them and they were really nice. We talked about comics and, and uh, what did we talk about? The Hulk I talked with Adam about. Then sort of hung out with them a little bit. Yeah, they're, you know, they're really nice blokes. There's basically the eccentric millionaires, but they're like the good guys of metal, you know? Yeah, oh, like absolutely. Nobody... Yeah. You can't fault them for the uncompromising stance. Well, I always think of them as the Pink Floyd of metal. Kind of. You know, yeah. it, King they, Crimson, they, Pink Floyd. Yeah, 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 they're just kind of ploughing their own furrow. Yeah. And no one knows why it works, but it does. And it probably works because they're so fucking good. Yeah, they're just, they're, well, they've got more and more into their instruments. They've taken a kind of devotional, you know, path where they're just really putting the time in to make. Com- quite complex music yeah. which is uh, yeah. unusual because I mean people tend to think uh, complexity has to be really fast and noodly and all that and it's really that's not what they're doing they're sort of texturally making it more complex which is quite unusual yeah. anyway so yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Lo- Loadster I mean that was that was the closest I got to see Sensor because by the time ah oh, okay yeah, yeah I know <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, I saw you. At, um, I saw you at Ulu with um, Alien Sex. What? Yeah, Ulu. Yeah. What? When? How long ago? Like ten years ago? No, no, probably. About, oh, I, oh, God, shit! It's not ten years, is it? Uh, Fuck, yeah, no. as well. yeah. Oh, oh you're oh, joking. You're talking around. about yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. upstairs in. Yeah. It was like, and there's like a view out across the Thames. Is that what that thing is? You, where's Ulu? I guess. University of London. Yeah, yeah of London. Yeah, I'm just trying Kings. to think. It's, it's around the Strand, isn't it? It's yes. not far yeah, from yeah, there. It's not yeah, far yeah. from there. On that yeah, bend that in the river. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've not. I'm fucking joking. Yeah, oh, Christ. Yeah, yeah. I was looking forward to doing this. I'm fucking gutted now. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If you start talking about nostalgia, you know, you've got to be, you well, be careful. That, well, yeah, yeah. So uh, That's so, one of the reasons yeah. we were a bit scared of doing it, actually. Well, there is that as well. I mean... Is, what are the issues regarding you kind of have to put on hold you know the last album um, which wasn't which hasn't been out that long and, and yeah. is this going to be a whole kind of stacked up set uh, I think no, we're going to do some new things mixture. as well yeah, right. yeah, we'll yeah. predominantly stacked up yeah. it's going to be a mixture as well right. cool. and are you going to and are you going to tour it or are you just doing one off bits and pieces for now, uh, we're well, not we sure. Actually, we did have a tour lined up, and it was going to be this kind of um, f- touring festival. Uh, it was going to go all around the UK. Uh, it's going to be us and a few other bands. And then the promoter got seriously ill, and he pulled out. And that was only about six weeks ago. Right. So in that time, the, the album was already scheduled to come out. Yeah. We couldn't really bounce it back. 
and so touring as far as this year goes is off the cards. Yeah, but, we're but just maybe, do a maybe next year. year. Maybe next year. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So and it'll be like twenty-one years. Twenty-first <laughs> anniversary. Yeah. anniversary. Twenty-first anniversary. We can have an anniversary really scary. Every year. There's a twenty-one-year-old kid walking around who's oh, just, oh, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know. Well, like yeah. uh, there are people who were born after Teen Spirit came out who are now coming out of universities. Fucking yep. scary. I, I, born I, after, after it came out. I mean, ah, I, ah, I posted ah, on, ah, I posted on the Acid Brain Facebook page the other day. It's 23 years, and it's about a week ago. 23 years since we did our last gig, and it's just scary. It's like you know, the drummer, drummer's got kids who are leaving school and going to university. You know, and what? Yep. What really? Mm-hmm. Oh. But um, what are you gonna do? It's yeah. you, you know what. Like, this is a, an exception, really, because we don't really do... We tried and avoid nostalgia, but th- we thought that it would be something to celebrate because it, we, we did kind of start... We started really well, you know. We started on a, on a very uncompromising uh, note from the beginning. So we thought, fuck it, let's just celebrate. What, because we love that record, and, and it's the fact that we were even still able to play together is pretty miraculous. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. As, ev- as you probably know, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not easy, you know. No, hardly. Although a couple of the real underground bands from around that time are still plugging away. We saw some yeah. of them, like all yeah, the kind yeah. of more squatty uh, London bands, like, well, like, what do we see? RDF and Damage oh, yeah. and all those sort of bands. Yeah. We were amazed, like, they're just still there. And we played with Hawkwinds. We played with Hawkwinds. Yeah, 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 I saw that, yeah. Exactly the fucking amazing yeah. show. Like, And these are the counterculture people from the 60s. And they just don't look... I mean, obviously, there's not many people from the original band. There's, like, probably two, Dave, Brock, and... I don't know, even if there's anyone else. I think the drummer's not the... Well, yeah, it's not the basically, it still sounds amazing. And... Uh, Sometimes it's worth just keeping going, you know, like uh, mm. Buzz from the Melvins just says don't break up the band, you know, just if you break up the band, you can't do anything. If you're having trouble, just keep going, just keep going, just keep going, you know, because if out. you, well, just, just keep going, don't break up the band, it's just logic, if you break it up, there's nothing. Well, it's, it's funny you should say that because they, one, one of the pieces of advice I give to like young comedians coming up, because uh, you know, they'll be like, oh, you know, how, how, do, you, how do you get better? And how, come, how, can you, how come you're so confident? And, how can you, and you just, the only advice I ever give them is just don't give up. If you, yeah. just, if you just keep going, keep plug in. you'll get better, yeah. and you'll get better and better. And before you know it, it somebody's yeah. going to be asking you what you've just asked me. Mm. So you, you, you can't fail but to, to get to where you're going and, and, and develop your craft if you just don't give up. Mm. You know, and it's the, it's the, it's the, it doesn't matter what you're doing, when you're a painter or a, you know, or a bricklayer or a, a drummer or whatever. You know, mm, if, yeah. if you just keep working at your craft, um, yeah, if you can keep the love, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you can't you can't get better by yeah. stopping. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it, yeah. It. But we're talking of getting better, you can get bitter, and that's what stops a lot of people. Yeah, yeah mm, that, mm. Uh, uh, the bitterness kicks in yeah. after X amount of years. Yeah. And, but that, but that's usually that's usually because people are looking outside too much. And mm. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. you know. But but hang on, yeah, we, they started out when right. we did, and how come why? I why, totally agree. You know? Yeah, just do what you do and do it well. Yeah, just you live know? in your yeah. world. Just enjoy yeah. what you can enjoy. Yeah, yeah. and and, and yeah. just you know, if you're enjoying it, 
it will sound like it. If you're making something that you want to hear, it will sound like it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. people, other people will feel the same way. Don't you know? Just it will be what it will be. You know, there's there are many other things surrounding it as well. There's all kinds of factors. So if you start getting hung up on it, one thing that like keeps it alive is not having to depend on it financially. Yeah, that's really important. Like if, like I remember the guy from uh, Shellac, Steve Albini, who's like. He's written open letters to the music industry and stuff. And he used to say, just, look, don't rely on record companies. Don't try and make it. Making it is a weird concept. Just try and make good music. If you need to get a job, get a job. Just make your work good. And if you need to work, then work. You know, yeah. figure it out. But you can't just... Because if you start... People, you know, when, when you're young, I suppose it's different because you think a record company is going to just take the strain off us and, and they're going to but of course record companies are going to want to tell you what to do and now I guess it's not even a, well the thing is as well record companies used to or even to a certain extent still do impress you with your own money you know you, 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 think, you yeah. think you're being bankrolled by the record label and yeah. it turns out oh no I'm fucking bankrolling myself yeah but yeah. well but at least, <laughs> it, but at least it's a bank at least yeah. it's a bank you know what I mean yeah at least because it's just a business. It's if you can't get money into, injected into the business, and you can't, there's no cash flow. So, yes, you're right. You're spending your own money, but if it's a good deal, a decent deal, then that's okay. You know, you and you know how much you're spending, and you have a say in how much you spend. They're not dictating that you spend like that millions on a fucking video. And, yeah. You know, ridiculous yeah. stuff. Um, well, I think one of the keys as well is that, and which you guys have obviously got, we, uh, we Acid Rain, just released a box set of absolutely every song we've ever recorded mm. in, the, in the summer because we own everything. We own everything, yeah, right. exactly. And, and it's yeah. obviously the same with you. I mean, so many bands, and they're like, oh, yeah, oh, we don't even know who owns our stuff, but it's definitely not us. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's really messed and, and up. The, and they see re-releases of their stuff coming out, and it's like, yeah. shit. No, we're not, we're not in their control. I, I think it's, it's fair to say we have control. Yeah, which is uh, great. We, 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 technically, we actually don't own all our own music. We own, we own quite a lot of it. Yeah, a uh, majority um, of it. There are a few things that we don't. Yeah. But we but, don't but, have, but like, the acid, who do, you know, acerbic relationships no, with the, the people. No, the people we do, we get on really do. well with. Yeah. It's all really cool. And we saw we had a record label that was like really cool and said yeah, um, they owned the copyright for ten years and after ten years we reverted back to us. Oh, that's okay. perfect. I mean, that's, yeah, absolutely yeah. great. Yeah, you know, and and it, it, it kind of it's it's weird because I, I always look back on I, I hear all these like terrible stories and bands now saying yeah I'm glad record companies are having it tough and mm-hmm. yeah fuck them it's great to be able to and, and, and depends I, I, yeah I know I'm kind of like I, I just I never had that experience I had a really cool label well, we were lucky. didn't fucking interfere and just to be honest you know I think we had more trouble with management than with record companies record, our record companies well, it was a small independent label uh, and they you know they did their best yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. They did their best yeah. and they didn't they, they try did and rip pretty, us off. Pretty well, they did pretty well. Yeah. And even when they, if they ripped off anyone, they didn't rip off anyone. They were trying, but they did like get, you know, they kind of uh, were getting money from major labels as a kind of licensing yeah. thing and distributing that to the band. Yeah. So they were like right. Robin Hooding it. <laughs> so yeah. I can't complain. Hats off to them. They, the record label that we were with, the, first, the Ultimate was great. Yeah. Yeah. We tried with one little Indian and they were weird. We didn't really, we just couldn't get on with them. Yeah. It wasn't really art. They didn't understand what we were doing. 
they were too hip basically or they considered themselves you know they're dealing with Bjork that's their number one artist so I can understand how you know we're just too yeah. we're too gr- greasy for them <laughs> they don't really know what to do with us and too yeah they didn't get it I think it just yeah it wasn't wasn't really uh, the best best marriage <laughs> yeah but again not you know there's no real bitterness in it no it just didn't really work out we didn't really we weren't really feeling it so we just said ah oh, we want to get out of this fair enough yeah fair enough yeah it's like yeah it's, it's a bit it's like relationship isn't it and it's like yeah. well look we're not going to stay together for the sake of it yeah we haven't got any kids <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. well we've got one but you know we could share it we could share <laughs> you know yeah. I'll do weekends and <laughs> yeah it was a bit like that with that record yeah so I, I, um, I, I don't know how sensitive a subject this is. Um, you went to the States and toured with Moby. Uh, what, the word Moby, how sensitive is that? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. then just kind of like, it just, as an outsider looking in... It, it sounds like all, madness. That, well, that's all when it fell, fell apart. Yeah. I, I think at the time, he, he, came, he saw us do a show in New York. Yeah. And he, he was he like, at the it. time, he was like, I want to do that. I want to yeah. have that sort of crossover thing. And right. it was, at the time, he was just doing straight He always maintains that he was in a music. punk band, but yeah, no one's ever seen this fucking punk band. Well, not he shows up in punk documentaries on, he was sort of doing punk and sort of stuff, wasn't he? No, 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 but he maintains that he was in some band, like, when he was a kid, basically. Yeah, like, okay. I've never right. seen it. No one's ever fucking heard of it. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> it, was, it was a bit weird, really. He was really into it, and we'd been trying to get on a support tour around the state, because, in the States, we, we knew, even in, uh, in our youth that uh, you know doing the states and, uh, on your own yeah right you're, you're, you know you <laughs> might, yeah. yeah exactly yeah it's financially really, mentally physically yeah. you'll be ruined you'll be playing in bars in front of five people who don't give a shit yeah. in every single city and every city is as far as like a country apart yeah. so when you know we, it was the only option, really. He was the only guy who was saying, "Come on, come on, come on, come on, let's go, let's go, come on, let's go." And everybody else that we wanted to go with was, and he was playing to massive audiences. Mm. But they, I, I said, "But audiences of who? They were these kiddie ravers with green hair and dummies, and and we just, I, my, I just got so angry. I just we'd go on each night and just scream myself fucking hoarse at these people, just in case they were on E." <laughs> just to, to see if I could actually bring them down off ecstasy, which is quite hard to do. Like, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Fucking bum them out every night you for doing a the month. the opposite of stand up. Yeah, just like <laughs> stand up misery. Trying to just, just, just like fuck you, you little green head, chubby twat. Like they were just so horrible. These kids, they're like, I don't know how he'd garnered this army of little. I, I hate them. Put banana skin yeah. Come on. Oh. Someone, someone who, an elephant. Slip up on your, your posters. Yeah, it was a hideous time. Uh, we, we just, it was basically that or nothing. And it was like, you know, how you can were, I describe you, it? Yeah, basically it was the owner offer, only offer on the table. You knew it was going to be shit, but you we had knew to do something. We didn't know how to. <laughs> <laughs> you right, could, okay. you know. Right. Can't, you can never quite imagine. Uh, it just broke me psychologically. <laughs> right. You know, I couldn't. 
Uh, I, I needed to, I just needed to get out of the, the cabin after that. I needed to get out of the, the, the submarine. Yes. Yeah. It was too much. So that was so that was the end of it. You actually, you guys kind of packed up. Um, I mean, you you went off and did load stuff. Yep. Um, which was like nothing like sensory at all. Yeah, I wanted to sing for a while. I wanted to try and sing, and like it's something that I've been working on for years and years, and now I've kind of got the hang of it. But it was a bit, again, it was a bit embryonic, uh, Lodestar. But but yeah, we did. A, we I wanted to do a band which was like melodic. Yeah, the voice was melodic. I wanted to stop. Just I, I was just tired of rapping and shouting every night. I wanted to sing and. Uh, I didn't really know how, but I taught myself, and now I'm sort of getting the hang of it after many years. Oh, you after certainly are. Other bands. Certainly are. Uh, I play in a band called Theme, which is, uh, which is more melodic, and I play the guitar in that. But it's just a kind of culmination of that. But I think that we just needed a break. We needed a break. And really, the Lodestar thing was only about a year, you know, which is more, much less than most, a lot of people, a lot of bands breaks they take well yeah because no, you yeah i was quite surprised looking looking back on it you you, you weren't you weren't out of sense of that long were not you? really no um and, and so i mean you've been back for a hell of a long time it's, it's pretty much been working consistently for 20 odd years yep <laughs> and it's, it's well, all right isn't it yeah yeah you'll see it, it, yeah, it is all right yeah i'm happy um, with it Excuse me, one second. Yeah, no, no, go for it, go for it. I feel it's really rude. No, yeah, but sometimes, sometimes you you get messages you've got to reply. How, by the way, how the hell did you find? I've lived in London twenty years. I know you've lived there and lived when you brought up here. How the hell did you find this venue? How did, I've never heard of this place no? at all. Oh yeah, no, this is used, this is a classic. This one. Oh, We've yeah, played I'm, it before. Seen a few gigs here. It's right. This, this venue. Here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This, this is. Uh, it's been around. Yeah. This is. Uh, I've just missed out. I've just noticed Head P as well. Yeah, yeah, they're on tonight as well, and and the algorithm as well. Um, so this is where they they still do actually hold Slime Night. Oh right. Which is uh, a really Goth. big Gothic club night. Right. Uh, okay. Probably more so ten or sort of fifteen years ago, but it, and it's still. They have a lot on. of different events here. I've seen uh, Ninja Tunes and like birthday bashes here. You get you get all kinds of stuff here, but yeah, it's famous for the slime light, really, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I mean, do you live in France now? I do. Right. That seems uh, for a for a guy from Southwest London. That's um, that seems uh, that seems quite. How how did that happen? Uh, why most people go? I was, I was with a French girl at that time. Right. Okay. And then I just ended up staying there. Oh right. So I've been there for about ten years now. Whereabouts? In Paris. Really? Yeah. Wow, okay, so it's, it's like, if I was any further away, it would make the logistics a bit, you know, it's it's not easy as it is, but uh, yeah, Paris is only a couple of hours away, so it's doable. Well, Paris is, uh, Paris is um, nearer to London than Cardiff. Yeah. 
So about the same as Manchester, yeah. about the same travel time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Except a lot easier to do the journey. Yeah, um, yeah. 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 No, Eurostar's got to beat the Megabus. It's lovely. Mm. Yeah, Eurostar's nice. It's very expensive now, though. Oh, we're shit, not going to yeah. talk about that today. Yeah, well, we were, yeah, we were, all, we, we were sold the illusion that it was going to make this like you know it was all going to be so much cheaper and easier and everything yeah. else. And it's like yeah. it's like well, it's basically like flying. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? It's like no, flying. It's it's flying cheaper to fly. More, it's slightly more inconvenient and cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Flying's more, more inconvenient but cheaper. Yeah. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. And it's you know it's more ecological to go on the train. A train full of people is better than a, a plane. And uh, well, speaking of ecology and things like that, um, I was listening listening back to Stacked Up, and um, uh, I was quite um, I was quite struck by how because you were the first person who ever uttered the phrase "Combat 18." Right. So in in my ears. Okay, you never that, heard of him before. No, okay. no. I was I was I popularised um, them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, I didn't. I, I, I had can lived. I keep that one? Um, yeah, you can. Thanks. You know what we're doing? When we got Danny Divide to hold our film like that, she sold fifty films in five seconds. Oh, nice. nice. She's not here tonight, sadly. She's usually dancing. Okay. Very nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that one for later. There are like five hundred <laughs> uh, floating around up here. Do you need this one? <laughs> very nice. Okay, uh, we're looking at a very uh, we're looking at a very interesting picture here. In case you guys are wondering uh, what it is, um, I will um, I'll I'll put a picture up on the uh, Facebook page and tweet it out to you all so you can uh, keep and see. So um, I, I, I kind of what were you saying? Uh, combat 18. Oh, you know, yes. I, 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 no, I'm just okay. uh, you were the first person where I kind of like you know heard yeah. about combat 18 being a little bit of a, a rural kid back then you know born in Yorkshire and uh, born in Harrogate and yeah. you know go on tour with a middle class heavy metal band and you know mm-hmm. um, it, 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 listen, again listening back there's, there's so many lyrical themes that, that still hold true you know today I'm not saying you're any kind of prophet or anything like that but it's, it's almost it's almost depressing that some of it yeah. is still as relevant that's the yeah, downside yeah. of listening to the album is like yeah. you, you do go like yeah. Yep, nothing's changed. And well, it has. Things do change, and they do, you know, they, there, are, there are, you know, I don't know. It seems to be, though, that it's it, there's a ratcheting up of, uh, of the whole, you know, uh, fear, culture of fear is, yes. uh, you know. Well, it's the cornerstone of capitalism. Yeah. Because people who are scared consume. Exactly. And also, they're willing to, you know, to give away their their basic rights uh, if they think that, you know, it's for the greater good. Hey, we're putting CCTV up on your street, and if you're not doing anything wrong, mm, then you shouldn't nothing be to hide. worried. Yeah, 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 you shouldn't be worried. But yeah. then oh, CCTV does help a lot of people. You know, you know, it's it's a big it's a big question. Do you know the uh, the philosopher Jack D has a great line about about CCTV? It doesn't prevent crime; it films it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, whenever yeah. whenever a major crime's out, and we're, we're we're looking at CCTV, it doesn't prevent crime, but it helps punishment. Yeah. You know, which yeah. is it's a if if you think that is worthy in itself, then uh, then uh, you know, then then that you have a point, but. But it's amazing that we live in a culture over here where, well, some of us do. Yeah. <laughs> we live in a culture it's similar where, over there. Where, where, where people embrace CCTV. They almost, well, I, I, I live in a part of London where the Residents Association were campaigning to have cameras on the street. It's like, 
acting. They, they've been well Fucking why? Yeah. You know, where, where's all this you know, death and murder going? I live here too. Yeah. You know, I'm... Well, you never know. Well, no, we do know. You know, and it's like, well, no, if we put it... Let's put it up before something happens. Uh, then, uh, you, 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 and it's like, well... Mm. You know, well, that, yes. that just doesn't, doesn't yeah, work for me at all. Yeah. Even speed cameras aren't allowed... They're not allowed to wreck a speed camera until there's been three fatalities in that, on that road in that place. So it's actually harder to get a speed camera erected than it is to get CCTV on your street. Okay. It's just utterly ludicrous. It really is. But, yeah, and you know, the fact that you, have, you, know, you can't just estimate... That this may be a dangerous place, you have to actually prove it by dying. <laughs> That's, you know, it's a little bit uh, harsh, I think. But, uh, I think this thing of, you know, ratcheting up fear is one thing and like really pushing divisions. I think, uh, it, I, 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 can't, I can't really get started talking about it because there's just so much. To go to, to talk about, yeah, and uh, you know, I Wait, think I, I really stage? think the, uh, the oh after midnight, so we could sit and talk about it for five <laughs> hours. <laughs> I, was getting, yeah, yeah. Um, I just uh, I think that the uh, the the Labour Party have a lot to answer for, really, for going to, to Iraq under those false pretenses, because it destabilised that region, but in a way, it also destabilised this region because. No one will ever have faith in the socialist parties anymore because they'll be forever associated with that hypocrisy and a betrayal, really, you know, of, of the people's will. Uh, so that was bad. That really burnt bridges around the world, uh, sending people to Iraq because that the 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 the, the kind of blowback of that is massive. I mean, yeah. you know, what's going on there now is really, really bad. That whole region has been destabilised because of our intervention. Yeah. I'm not saying that Saddam Hussein was a good guy, uh, but we certainly helped him get where he was. He certainly, like, if you look at, just take photos, look, look at what the place looked like then and what it looks like now, and uh, there's no, there's no uh, comparison. Well, it's also, so, it's, it's the oldest country in the world. It has the oldest conflict in the world. Mm -hmm. And we thought that we could just stroll on over there, bring them Western democracy, and everybody would vote, and it'll all be all right. Mm -hmm. And it, it's, it's, it it's, very, it's such a... very, very hypocritical and naive at the same time. I don't think, I don't know if it was naive. I think it was just arrogant, like, we don't care. We just don't care. We're going to do what we need to do right now, and that's that. And I know that they didn't believe fucking word of it. And they just went anyway. Because yeah. they had their own agenda, which was on the table a long time ago. And well, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of major corporations who've made, um, who've made huge strides into the, uh, into the markets out there by providing infrastructure that we bombed the fuck yeah, out of. Yeah, security companies and infrastructure and Blackwater and all these companies. Hideous fucking machines. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> no, it's my fault. I took us down that... Uh, yeah, no, that... no, we could go on for hours. Yeah. There is, there's some... Um, it's, it's such a shame that um, uh, Kirsten's not around to be able to do stats up. She may come and look for... Might, might be another show. Yeah, maybe we'll another talking this to her year. The, yeah, at the moment about that. Oh, oh, wow, right. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But, um, 
I mean, Erica is doing an amazing job. Yeah, she's like, really. I'm sure she is. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have her in if she wasn't. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you know, she she reduces our uh, average age, which is uh, yeah, brings the average down. Bonus, you know, and uh, bunch of dirty old men dragging yeah, this young girl around. Honestly, <laughs> well, she's pretty punk rock. She doesn't really, you know, she knows what she's doing. She, uh, she's, she. She's brilliantly unsqueamish. She just fits in really well with all the bullshit dressing room activities. She yeah. fits in fine. She likes hummus. That's one of the things no, that's, that's, that's on the right. uh, application form. Yeah. Really? Must like hummus. Like, must be able to eat hummus every day. It's very middle class, but we've had that on our radar for so long. And uh, we get actually really worried if it's not there. It really starts to get a bit heated if it's not there. So that's that's a bit of a tradition. Yeah, hummus is always there. We like that hummus. We like red wine. We're just middle class, man. We're just Well, maybe we're just old. But I, you know, I'm half Arabic. I've been eating hummus for breakfast since I was a kid. So, so I'm do allowed. You, do, you, um, do, you, do you miss being over here at all? I guess you, well, obviously not really, because you get no, to I live love in... It. I love coming back. It seems to have improved over here, weirdly enough. From outside, uh, it gives you a bit of perspective of, sometimes. Yeah, or maybe it's just because, you know, France is full of French people, so that can get a bit depressing sometimes. But, uh, yeah. no, no, it's... Uh, it, I, I, I like it. It's uh, still an interesting city. There's a lot going on. That's where, you, where you're from as well, where you yeah. where you're born and raised. Yeah, and the, if, you find that if you go away for ten years and keep kind of dipping back, back into it, you'll see the better side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And, and have you got have you got the album actually out there yet? As, I mean, I've I've had a digital copy of it. Um, the, the physical copy exists. It we does. Have, it, yeah. have you seen not, one yet? Yeah, we've yeah, got we've, we've got them here, but we're not we're not we're allowed not selling to sell them. Yet. Oh, you cunts! <laughs> <laughs> got them. We're, we're not them. selling. Them. That's yeah. my next question. Come on. One? I was going to look, 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 I can give you £15 and 50p now, or you can have 15 or 14 99 through PayPal. <laughs> well, we'll take the 14 99 Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you? you will. I'm sure you will. Hello, darling. Oh, we are just uh, pausing for hugs here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, these things. But this is this is what it's all about, you know. It's what it's all about. I'm I haven't done one interview yet that hasn't been like you know, people are interrupting or if you're in dressing rooms, people are coming in. I mean, I just did an interview tonight. We're gonna have to go and put some out in the station. Oh really? Yeah. Hey, well, no, let's take it with us and let's record the whole journey. I'm joking. And then there, as you're getting into bed. Have you got anything else you want to ask quickly before I go? Um, no, not, you to no, not really. No, no, no. no this has been really it. cool. Yeah, and well, the thing is, I, I just wanted to have a chat. Yeah, man. You know, well, we just um, certainly did that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's what this is. Well, like I said, the podcast is called Talking Bollocks. So, you know, we've, we've, we've talked a lot of bollocks. Um, have you got enough? I didn't think it was bollocks. <laughs> I yeah. thought was it, it was bollocks very enough? astute, very <laughs> well yeah, Very astute con- social commentary. I definitely, so. definitely. I don't, I don't think this should go out under the title of bollocks. I think this this, this may be the exception. You I think. I think I should change the name of the podcast. Change the name temporarily. Yeah, to, yeah, uh, yeah. Talking, um, uh, talking middle class social commentary. Commentary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With red wine and hummus. Rem- yeah, exactly. That's. <laughs> Halloween, red wine, hummus, 
Yeah, cool. Well, James, do you want to do you want to carry on having a little yeah, bit of a chat? Yeah, we can okay. have a Bye. Look, thank thank you very much. Thanks for making the time. It's nice to meet Appreciate you. It's really it. a nice pleasure. And like, yeah. sort your band out, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Acid rain, man. Get that together. That's I know. Cool. I know. I can't believe it. It's great. I know. I, well, you'd think so. There's a lot. Yeah, man. You think people would take take your hand off to do that shit? You can do it. Figure it out. Oh, I'll try and sort something out. I'm, I'm, I'm also getting the call. Oh, you're getting the call as well? Oh, yeah, right, just well, right, okay. Well, no, no, but we, I'll take, I can take a hint. Yeah, I can take we, a hint. We, we've got uh, like 250 CDs that we need to sign. Yeah. Oh, oh hang on, hang on. Are these CDs you're not selling? These not are selling. The CDs we're right, signing. right, yeah. okay. We just signed yeah. them. <laughs> we just signed them. You bastards. No, we're not right, okay, cool. Well, look, yeah. thank you very much. Thanks, yeah. Mark. Really nice appreciate it. I hope you've got enough there. Oh, yeah, without, yeah. without a doubt. No worries. Yeah. Thank Excellent. you. Um. So, as you can hear, um, lovely couple of... Oh, oh, just a really, really nice chat. Top blokes. Um, got on really well. Um, and um, and what can I say? Support the band. Um, absolute legends. And, um, uh, you know sensor there is so much to listen to there's so much going on and uh, Hayton was quite restrained when I used the um, when I used the Limp Biscuit Rage Against the Machine thing uh, quite rightly as well because it, it, it's a complete injustice and a, a a completely shit analogy of mine and um, if I'd been him I'd have punched me in the face but, uh, but there you go so here we go um, and we've, we're winding right down winding right down um, I, I can't believe it's been over two hours. I did go off in the middle there, didn't I? Between um, between revocation and um, and censor, I really went off on one. Um, it's quite. I was almost sensible at the top this week um, with my uh, with my little album reviews and all the rest of it. But um, but then yeah, just completely fucking lost it in the middle section there. So um, hope I uh, <laughs> hope I managed to uh, to keep hold of you all. Um, so yeah, get censor, get um, check out um, revocation, deathless. Um, I, I haven't mentioned Exodus, blood in, blood out, which I should have done, but needless to say, is is really growing on me. And um, I, it was weird at first; I wasn't quite sure of it. It's really growing on me. Very good album, and I'm sure everybody listening has either either listened it, listened to it, or tried to listen to it. And if you haven't, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Go and check it out. Um, and um and and just coming to the end of the podcast and i want to thank you all again for for listening i really do appreciate it um i, I really really do as i as i appreciate anybody who helps me out lisa lisa coverdale who um was the woman behind getting that um that interview sorted thank you very much lisa um uh, uh you know without her this wouldn't happen so that was really cool um and and in in any in anything like this, like a podcast or being in a band or doing comedy or anything like that, you are there's all you are always going to need people to help you out, and and there's just just kind of people out there who 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 help you out, even uh, even if it's not their job, um, they help you out. And what I'm getting round to is a um, is a friend of mine called um, Keith. His name was Keith Bunker, um, and I say was, and my tone of voice, obviously, you know what's you know where this is going. Um, Keith was a really, really good friend of mine, um, and I'm um, 
basically he uh, the 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 very first Keith Platt video that was ever created was down to him. He worked for the BBC for a few years. He was a he was a brilliant um, producer. He came round. In fact, I'm you know sat in the flat where I am now. He came round one morning and he filmed the whole thing for me and and edited it and make it look made it look brilliant. And that, and that is really with that with that once I had that video clip, I was able to really get the character up and running and and get it and get it booked in 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 clubs and um it made it made a real difference and um on on top of that he was a fellow Leeds fan he was just a complete absolutely top man i mean you know funny um energetic just an absolutely top man and and then he moved to um um, he came and saw me do Keith live. I was playing near him, and and, and anyway, known him for years. He, he got me and a couple of guys away. We got us on TV. I did because I did TV for about sixteen weeks on a football show back in uh, about ten years ago, and he he was the guy who was the producer on that, and he got us in on. He got me in on that with a couple of my friends, and um and anyway, he moved to Australia um, just as a with his wife, who's also in the business, and they were they were living out there, and um, and I sent I sent him an email saying like, you know, hey, what's going on? Because um, we'd 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 been talking, then we lost contact, and it was about about a year, and he never replied. So I sent him an email, and this is the email I sent him, um, believe it or not, in November 2013. And I just said, um, all right, all right, mate, how's how's it treating you? How's the family? What are you up to? Uh, last time we spoke, you were out, you were about to go on a quest for a job. Um, get in touch, you old bugger. Uh, his wife and a couple of young kids. Um, and on the sixth of December 2013, this is the reply that I got. Um, Hi H, uh, sadly I'm not able to write with good news. I was diagnosed with terminal liver cancer in July and have been undergoing chemotherapy ever since. Extreme fatigue, nausea, etc. are the day-to-day symptoms which prevent me from contributing much to mankind, but we're just taking it on the chin and trying to deal with it as a family. It's made us make a decision about Oz, which is that we're going to try and stay here. Helen in particular is determined to stay, even after I'm gone, so there's some comfort in finally finding a place where we can call home. Sorry I can't write much more, but do let me know what you're up to. It's always good to hear from you. And um, needless to say, that just fucking came out of nowhere. just blew me away. Um, we stayed in touch. Um, I emailed him in September. Um, they, him and his wife had come over from um, and had now been um, moved to Edinburgh, um, back over here. And his wife, uh, Keith, was, was even made a even made something creative out of out of his his final months, um, and he did um, he he did regular interviews with a, with an Australian radio station, and his wife kept a blog as well. Um, some of the most heartbreaking stuff you'll ever read. Um, it's just it, it's incredibly incredibly sad. Um, in his wife Helen's blog, um, she writes about the two kids, the two girls, I think five and seven, and she said, they've taken to waking up in the morning um, and and asking me, um, is daddy going to die today? Um, and you hear shit like that, and it just breaks your fucking heart, you know? It, it was such a, so full of life, such a, such a wonderful guy. You know, you don't, you don't meet many people like that in your life and he was one of them being around him felt just when we when we were together it's it's gonna sound almost corny but it was like i remember thinking this is i bet this is what it was like what it'd be like to have an older brother um 
And even in his very last days, we were swapping emails, having a laugh about um, about Leeds United and their plight. And he sent me one on the 30th of September. Said, um, "I said, great to hear from you. Um, I'm sure you'll see a few few more managerial changes, bef- you know, before long." And he, and he sent me one back saying, "Before the end of the week, probably." And that was on the 30th of September, and that was the last time I heard from him. And um, within two weeks of receiving that email, he died. Um, he was an incredible, incredible man, and I will, I will always miss him. Um, it was, it's, it was really, really hard. Couple of weeks, really, really hard. And I, you know, here's me saying that when his wife's got to go through, and those, and those kids have got to go through what they've had to go through. No one should have to go through that. No one. Um, I'm going to put a link on the Facebook page to the blog. There was also a um, there was also a um, a dedication uh, a tribute to him on on channel f- uh, on Radio Five, which I'm gonna I'm gonna post some links on Facebook for those of you um, that are interested in that, and for any of you out there who are going through um, similar battles or know people are going through similar battles, my heart goes out to you, every single one of you. No one deserves it. There's just it's just it's just not fair, basically. I can't offer any great intellectual insight. It's just not fair. Um, and no one should have to go through that. And if there is a God, he or she is just one sick motherfucker, basically. Um, so that's my tribute to you, Keith. Um, I hope you can hear me. Um, and just be well, mate. And um, I'll, I'll keep texting you the results, despite the fact that your phone doesn't work anymore. Dare you take care, man. Anyway... Finally, um, lifting it up slightly, folks, I just wanted to say um, my friends at uh, Metal Sucks, Chuck and Godless, um, had me on the show again. Yeah, they had uh, they had another question. So, again, they are promoting Talking Bollocks, which is fucking awesome. Can't thank them enough. Hope you're listening, guys. Hope you managed to get this far to the end. Um, this is the end. Thank you so much for um, for listening, guys. I mean, fuck, two and a half hours. I know I went off it in the middle there, and um, I hope you've enjoyed this. Um, seriously, ch- check uh, check sensor out. Check revocation out. Um, enjoy your metal month. There's a massive fucking present coming for you in December, as you know. Um, and um, and what can I say? Also, send in your top fives of the year, and and you know, in January we we may end up on you may end up on the podcast, and that'd be really cool it'd be nice to have some of you on so um look it's an absolute pleasure you know it is i always do this but thank you so much thanks for listening get everybody you know to 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 get you know to 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 get the podcast downloaded or subscribed or whatever because you guys are doing a fantastic job job of spreading the word you really are can't thank you enough it is fucking awesome um and um what can i say thanks it's been great it's been wonderful um, love to you all. Be safe. Be well. Have a great month. Um, listen to metal and basically spread the word of talking bollocks. Thank you guys. Have a great month. As always, always a pleasure. Never a chore. Take care. See ya. <laughs>